The following program is an MLWRadio.com production. Hey, Thanksgiving buddies. Tis I, Marty. Tis I, Sarah. And this is Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling on the MLW Radio Network. Sarah. I can't even wait to get to the surprise. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. We probably already put the surprise in the title of the podcast. Oh, no! <laughs> yeah, they've already, they've already heard. Uh, it, you, you know what? Let's do it again. And I'll say Tis I, Marty. You'll say Tis I, Sarah. And then you'll say Tis I... Question mark. Got yes. it. All right. <laughs> But, it, but we'll just, we're not going to edit that No, out. we didn't. We never edit. Nope. Even no. if Peter almost swallows a thumbtack, we don't edit. We've got edit. time for that. Here we go. Tis I, Marty. Tis I, Sarah. Tis I, John Smith. Oh, my God. <laughs> we're doing Thanksgiving thing? We're doing Thanksgiving? <laughs> yeah, that was okay. a Thanksgiving buddy. <laughs> well, that's Bryce. Bryce, I just asked you if that's how loud you're going to talk, and then you screamed so oh, loud. Oh, I got really excited about I'll be the honest. introduction. This is a new podcast um, equipment, and I Tim hope, will fix I hope it's, it's going A-okay. Yeah. Tim.com is our editor who uh, levels out the sound. And there was one week where he wasn't available and I tried to edit it and everybody was like, hey, why did the podcast sound bad this week? Yeah. yeah so we're, we need him. We're doing Tim. okay. Tim.com. He works holidays? Uh, yeah, he, he works, works holidays. Nonstop. Wow. Yeah. So uh, we're grateful for him. Starting we are. Off. We're going to yes, talk thankful. about a lot of things that we're thankful for. Uh, we're thankful that, that Bryce Remsburg is here Present. in Chicago. Present. He could be out doing a million things. Um, he could be anywhere in the world right now, but you're here with us. But we, yeah, we we paid for him on Cameo, and we said, <laughs> yeah. put your phone down, come here and record with us. Um, what else do we want to give thanks to? Everybody checking out this podcast for the first time. If you're, if mm-hmm. this is the first time listening to this podcast, thank you so much. I don't know how, but the... also the people who are checking out this podcast for the 181st time. That's wow. right. Yeah, that's yeah. the number episode that you're on. Oh, I uh, thought it was 182, and there's like someone that's holding out. <laughs> No, like, no, no, no. They're holding up your head. They refuse to listen to 75. It has that no good, I don't know who on it, MJF. People really don't like um, Gerbert, the Christian puppet. Yes, Gerbert. He comes on the podcast. Gerbert. Well, maybe you'll talk to Gerbert later. Oh, we've no. got uh, We've got... A whole bunch of friends that come on and say hello to us each and every week. 181. 181. This is my impression of MJF. <laughs> That's very good. Just kind of low this and like, impression. Okay. This is my impression of MJF. How was that? How'd that sound? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's always confident and never asks how his stuff yes. was. Yes. Also, if, if anybody is worried about being confident, I have got a little help for you. And it's one of our wonderful sponsors this week, the good folks at BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com. Crank it up, thanks it up, it's Thanksgiving time, and you need to get in the sack, ready to attack. In a fun way, not an aggressive way. That's right, Sarah. Blue Chew. Oh, you're still going. Okay. Yeah, okay. I didn't run out of steam Sure. Yet. You can get the first chewables with the active ingredients, because I can say this, sildenafil or tadalafil. Oh, I love tadalafil. Tadalafil. Get your fill of tadalafil. JR doesn't say tadalafil. No. Podcast. He doesn't no. try no. so hard. He's no. still multi-syllabic. No way, man. We go time. the extra mile. Oh, man. And you, guys you, really, you really love wrestling. And you too can go the extra mile with oh. bluechew.com. Their, their affiliated physicians work with you to find the dosage and active ingredient that works right for you, whether it's tadalafil or sildenafil. <laughs> That's right, Sarah. The chewables can work faster than pills, up to twice as fast. It 
It only takes a few minutes to connect with a BlueChew.com affiliated physician. Hey, can I take one uh, after I eat my full Thanksgiving meal? Absolutely. You can eat a Blue Chew or chew a Blue Chew <laughs> on a empty stomach, a full a chewable stomach. from Blue Chew, Whatever Marty. you want to do. That's what you do. Uh, the chewables from Blue Chew are prescribed online by a doctor and made in the U.S. of A. And Sarah, when I'm looking to take something, it better be made in the U.S.A. Here's my question. Yes. Are they going to ship them out with like a big box that says, guess what these are? No, they're going to send them in very discreet packaging. So your neighbor or your child, maybe if they're in that phase where they wait to get the mail, you know, your daughter's not going to look at that and go, what? This says boner pills. What's going on here? No, it's not anything like that. Blue it's chew. discreet packaging. Gives you confidence in bed every time you and your partner or partners. Woo! Yeah. We know how it. some of you wrestling fans are or wrestlers listening. Heck you live yeah. wild lives. You might have partners. So here's the deal. Visit BlueChew.com. Get your first order free when you use the promo code MARTY. All you got to do is pay $5 shipping. BlueChew.com. Promo code MARTY. Get ready to party. Blue Chew. Chew it and do it. Discreet to skeet. Well, the, the promo code's just MARTY. Yeah, that would be too much. How many wise on Marty? Just Marty. one Y. <laughs> just one. Wow, they got a teleprompter in here. I had no idea. <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. Suck one, Conrad. We, we <laughs> make Peter crank the, the letters. <laughs> Bryce, this is clearly a very professional setup. You have to be impressed. I'm very uh, impressed. There's a, there's a fireplace. It's very active. Yes. It hasn't stopped. <laughs> no, and it won't stop <laughs> the entire time we're recording. Columbo is everywhere. Um, yes. Right in the heart of Chicago. If there's a better way to spend a Tuesday evening, I'm not aware of it. <laughs> You heard it here first. Absolutely. Uh, first of all, do you like wrestling? I do like wrestling. Okay. Some may go so far to say I love wrestling. Oh, fuck yeah. Titular line. Boom. Blah, 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 so, someone, uh, just, someone just closed it. They're out. They, they're, <laughs> they're just waiting for you to say it. Yeah, we're glad you're not uh, one of these jaded uh, wrestling, you know, like, oh, I don't like it. I don't want to talk about it or no, nothing like that. A, what, why? Why? What good does that do anyone? What got you into wrestling? Uh, I got into wrestling because it is the it's it's larger than life. It mm -hmm. was it was the Ultimate Warrior and the Macho Man. Like they're still sort of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, a a very generous friend of mine recently got my son an Ultimate Warrior wrestling figure, and dad or you know older wrestling fan of me is like, oh, he's a hateful, awful man, and that's terrible. But my son's like an Ultimate Warrior wrestling figure because he doesn't know that. Sure. He just sees a colorful guy with tassels, and he thinks it's the coolest thing in the world because when I was seven or eight falling in love with pro wrestling, the Ultimate Warrior was the coolest thing in the world, and so was the Macho Man. Yeah. Like, On that, some me, level, it's still there, it, oh, that like colorful wrestling man. I will go to my grave saying the Macho Man is the greatest of all time. Yeah. He is consummate professional wrestler he's a world-class babyface he's a world-class heel he's a world-class promo he's a world-class wrestler like everything that like you make all he checks all the boxes of like what you believe is a great professional wrestler and what like your mom and dad know of professional wrestling like the guy that talks funny and like waves his fingers around dramatically but pointlessly and like wears neon colors for no real reason like that's pro wrestling i always the think macho man is the greatest of all time. when i think of macho i am i think about him and hogan too in that like time frame when like no holds barred came out mm -hmm. and i just like what did their closets look like Ugh. It had to have been <laughs> so amazing. I think of them like going out on a twelve show loop. You're like this one, this one, this one, this one, yeah. and this they one. They could probably pack all their spandex clothes mm -hmm. 
in like a little tiny bag. Oh yeah, and they just don't vacuum need it out. Used to, I'm, I'm looking at several suitcases. Like you, yes. the old days old of like Stan Hansen used to roll up to the Tokyo Dome with a suitcase. Do you know Macho never would have a bag that pulled with wheels. He thought that was like. Not, That's lazy. Not, he thought it was like not tough. Oh man! And he always used like a baseball. I failed you much, man. Yeah. He used so a baseball, sorry. a baseball like bag that you can fit like bags and really? stuff. Really? Oh yeah. It's like you don't now, get those shoulders no. overnight. I first saw Macho Man and thought he was just a funny Slim Jim guy. She had no idea he was. I was allowed to watch wrestling as a <laughs> kid. So she just saw this guy. That's who, kind of a compliment, right? Yeah, isn't that? She yeah, thought he pro was, wrestling has this like sneer, this like low class. You thought just he was a great pitch man. I was just like, wow, they like picked the amazing the discover- best. discoveries guy or the oh yeah, yeah, the best. Did you see the Macho Man Slim Jim over I there? I did. I did. Yeah. I noticed anything Macho Man. I yeah, yeah, the Slim Jim guy who I later found out was the greatest. Who is that? Wrestler. Yeah, one was of the he, greatest wrestlers. Uh, pardon my crassness. Was he already dead when you discovered him, or this is as a kid? This is as a kid. I would see the commercials, so okay. he must have been alive filming the commercials. Well, yeah, clearly. <laughs> and then or was he? <laughs> <laughs> what what age were you when you discovered I think I must have been like nine okay. I remember it was around like How about pro wrestling? Are you now, late to the party I was very late to the party I uh, remember seeing The Rock on Saturday Night Live and in the Scorpion <laughs> King and being yeah. like excuse me who's this and then in 2010 I did a second city 24 hours of improv show and That's Colt Cabana was on it. comedy uh, theater? Comedy for, theater in Chicago. Catching up Second City? Yes. Maybe might, have, might have heard of maybe it, Bryce. Maybe you've heard yeah. of it. SCTV? Yeah. Yes. Not based out of Chicago, but the similar sure. idea. And uh, Colt was doing stories and I remember being like, a wrestler. Like, it fascinated me. I was like, and I tried to hit on him in an improv scene. Colt? Yeah. How'd that go? Uh, he didn't, he was very oblivious. Like I was in like, real life, he was oblivious no to idea. a woman hitting on him. I came out and I went like, oh gosh, the aquarium's all closed up and it's just the two of us after hours, <laughs> like with this little 21 year old improviser. Uh-huh. And then he goes, yes, let's name all the fish. I think that's, a- <laughs> I was like, all right, well, we tried. And then, uh, uh it yes, was like, but. <laughs> <laughs> it was like four years after that, I started going with a group of friends to, uh, this bar watching Raw on Monday nights. Mm-hmm. And then my buddy, Zach Thompson was like, Hey, we could use a commentator at resistance pro. You want to try it? And, uh, I was like, yeah. And then I just, just barreled headfirst into the world of pro wrestling and wanted to learn everything I could possibly learn, watch everything, catch up. It could be argued there should be more of that. The non-wrestling wrestling perspective. I like it. There's the a Rob lot. Bartlett, if you will. Yeah. Well, ever since the WWE Network came out, I'm finding more and more people who got in. And everyone will kind of sheepishly be like, well, I've only been listening for a couple of years. And I go, no, don't be ashamed of that. Because yeah, no. you have a different... You have pure eyes in a yes. way. Yes. Yeah. You're not the jaded, like... I seen it. Simpsons yeah. did it. Like, seen it. Yeah, seen it, done Saw it. Saw a better one at PWG. <laughs> I always, every time I listen to Meltzer and there'll be a match, he'll just go, eh, it wasn't as good as in PWG. I'm like, all right, bud. Well, what are you going to do? They had four minutes to wrestle on TV. <laughs> right. I think they, they probably thought they had 12 yeah. and then they got four and uh, they're just trying I to make so. the best of it. I do. And you mentioned uh, that your dad will watch and be like, oh, and it's like he sort of watches a different way mm-hmm. and the critiques are a little different and stuff. <laughs> my, my dad recently watched an episode of AEW Dynamite. Uh, Wednesday's at 8, 7 central on TNT. Perfect. Maybe something like that. I don't know. If this were on YouTube, we would pop that up <laughs> yeah. and have like a Ooh. click down, but 
it's uh, just here audio ears your ears imagine only. pretend pretend someone make that uh, <laughs> and uh he religiously watches as i mentioned to you before we start recording he doesn't have tnt in his house but he gets tnt out in the rv so he and my stepmother every wednesday night make the pilgrimage out to the driveway get a couple I drinks are they bringing a couple TV. drinks over He's there not a drinker ah. he he is a he was too much of a drinker, oh. so now he's not a drinker. Okay, uh, and they they fire up the, the TV, they watch the TNT, That's and so and sweet. the last dynamite before the pay per view. He remarked to me he enjoyed it, loved the show. The crowd looked full, which is a sure. which is a weird dad compliment. <laughs> yeah. That is such yeah. a dad compliment because like he thinks if there's less people, your pay goes down. Like I, right, Bryce, that upper deck, woof, <laughs> look not you looking good. You get a dollar of every ticket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's <laughs> the breakdown there? Wouldn't that be nice? That'd be fantastic. <laughs> I would take a dime, I think. I, I, I haven't done the math quite. Uh, but he said, little too much hype for the pay-per-view for my liking, but good show. This smarty-ass dad. Right, right. This dad who's Two running. Two stars, should have been yeah. in the Tokyo Dome. Okay, sorry, man. I don't know what to tell you. What if he's doing like a YouTube, like, Bryce's dad's reaction show after oh, no. every episode? And he's just like... Yeah. If he is, <clears throat> I will never watch it. By like week I don't four, yeah. Watch it. Week four, just jaded. Just, do, you have, do you have momplements in your life? Momplements? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I When I first came to Chicago, I was like taking all these comedy classes and somebody roped me into, they were like, does anyone here know how to draw? And I was like, sure, I can draw. They're like, we're doing this new improv show. Draw the scene suggested on a whiteboard behind the improv people, but like do it as they're performing. And I was like, okay sure i'll try this so i did it and i was one of two people who like auditioned and uh they were like sure you can do this and the thing got canceled before it even started it was going to be like this live stream like this whole thing but i told my mom that i got booked to do this like live drawing improv thing and she turned around to the family and said <laughs> sarah's been hired to design sets for the second city <laughs> i was like ah it's very nice. This is coming from a very sweet place, but it's completely incorrect. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, almost. She upgraded Aww. you. That's nice. That's it was not, a really that's nice not, moment. That, that is not how, that's not my definition of moppelman. What's your definition my de- of moppelman? It's, it's like a backhanded, like, uh, uh, in 2010, my wife bought a house. She let me move in with her and... My not at the time, but now mother-in-law came over and was she had saw the first time she saw it was like it was bare. We had just we were it was moving day literally. She came back the same. Oh, this is great! It looks like people actually live here now. Like, <laughs> oh, that, one of those that, like a, burns. That, right, that's yeah. a compliment in yeah, my yeah, world. yeah, yeah. Okay, yours yeah. is way better. <laughs> I did get uh, one once where uh, my mom told me she was glad I broke up with my ex because you were quote unquote really starting to look like him after a while. <laughs> It was like he had Jeez. like like dark room glasses, and I guess I was wearing dark room glasses. A beard, wow. yeah. yeah, right. Uh, Marty, the second city is a comedy theater. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, Toronto, okay. Chicago, oh. Los oh, Angeles, Detroit. Formerly wow. Detroit. What happened? Okay. Uh, they closed down, but they accelerated me through like eight levels of classes, so I wouldn't have to pay as much. Is that why you brought Chicago. up Detroit? Is that why you brought up Detroit so you could tell me I got accelerated? I got yeah. accelerated. Uh, I took a workshop. She with was like the Tim Goldberg Robinson. of her class. Oh. Yeah. yeah. The and then when I moved you know. to Chicago, they were like bumped me back several levels. 
I'm drowning all these names that have been dropped on the floor. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, 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 getting, it's yeah. getting dense in and here. And we're just comedy. We haven't even gotten into wrestling. <laughs> yes. The, the wild week we've had of she rubbing said, rubbing elbows. She with, said the commando word. Oh, please. Let's hear about I this. I mean, we rubbed this some elbows. This is your podcast. We rubbed we some elbows, elbows this week. What elbows were rubbed? Uh, uh, Bryce where? Remsburg of AEW. Oh, wow. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. We're Good just night. Keeping, we're just keeping this this uh, week of rubbing PJ. elbows. Yeah. Right. We've got two Chicago Zone referees in the house tonight. PJ Drummond is also here. Uh, but we, you, we, I uh, did the uh, Hawkins and Riders podcast. They did a live uh, show at North. We did which a live I think show. Was, uh, heavily helped by Colt Cabana. Yes, we if normally I can drop that name for the eighties. We normally <laughs> run the night before Thanksgiving. There, we do right. our unprofessional wrestling show. But Colt is in Japan. Uh, Tagging with Yano, another name. Where is he really? <laughs> well, actually, no, he is. Uh, yeah, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, he's Colt hiding, Cabana. He's hiding under the ring. <laughs> so tomorrow, tomorrow he's, he's, he's there he for the setup. To get a good spot. <laughs> Uh, and then we He's did waiting for a run that may or may not come. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Uh, and then we did a comedy show with uh, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, that was very fun um, to get taken down to the the green room at, at North is the basement of the bar. It's That's where you normally scary. do your. He bit your your location. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. He. That's normally you know how everyone runs ECW Arena. Sure. You know, it's a hot it's a hot place. You did all the work though. The we. Oh like yep yep yep. We built the fan base. You know, um, no, it was great. We went downstairs and it was Who was like... the first indie promotion to run the Logan Square Auditorium in Chicago? Phil? PJ? PJ? Pretty sure it was Chicago. Pretty sure it was Chicago. Uh, just, just saying, it's a great venue. It's one of my favorite wrestling venues in the world. Beautiful but venue. But let's just say, there was an assist to the great Dr. Keith Lipinski may have found the venue for Chicago. Mm -hmm. But that did kind of start a legacy of Chicago independent wrestling. But yeah. it is great. It's and great. It's my favorite because it's the easiest to get to of the venues from here. Oh, okay. That goes a long <laughs> that way. That goes a long the, way. The aforementioned house that was complimented was walking distance from the ECW arena. It was, a, it was a healthy walk. It was about a 20 minute walk, but I could have walked there. Dude, and Marty's I did a, couple a healthy times. walker. Oh, did yeah. you ever go to the ECW arena for ECW? I did not. Uh. I did see ECW in, in, a, in a, um, a weird. Maybe the same summer that my mom let me go to Woodstock '99. Okay. <laughs> Woodstock '99. Maybe it. Maybe a poor, poor decision. Uh, but I remember <laughs> being at an ECW show when I was 15 or 16, and like the Dudleys were cutting this promo, and they were they were instigating people to start throwing chairs. Sure. This was in either like Harrisburg or Lebanon, one of the smaller towns in. We used to go to church in Harrisburg, and really? I thought it was a big city when I was a kid. Oh boy! <laughs> well, when I were, <laughs> yeah, it kind of was to me. So the chairs are flying by my head. And I remember thinking, like, at the same time, like, this is so cool, but this is really messed up. Yeah, like, that's I was so old enough scary. to realize that I shouldn't have been there without an adult, but also, <laughs> uh, you know, I shouldn't think this is cool. Yeah, because I show her all these CW stuff. I'm like, what do you think of that vibe in there? And she's like, I don't know if that's scary for me. No, very, very yeah. scary. I, I would imagine with 2019 adult eyes, an exceptionally scary place for women to be. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and even scary the, for everyone. Yeah. Whenever <laughs> anyone starts throwing anything, I was at an MLW show at Cicero Stadium, and people started throwing like just like bottles and stuff. But I had oh, a moment no. where I was like, I don't, I do I need to leave? Like I'm very scared. There are, there are two referee courses of action, and I, PJ and I were actually talking about this at dinner earlier this evening. Uh, get under the ring or just get out. Sure. Yeah. Like, get out. Like anytime that like no, no, especially at that level, like. Is that worth it? No. 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 You, Somebody look. recommended us watching an old, like, 
I don't know, it was like an old like slammiversary main event. The one where like Jarrett, like they tried to do the Montreal screw job oh, over for the eight hundred sign. Just and what Jarrett, we need. Jarrett's gonna hang the, it was one where you had to like hang the title. It was like on a reverse, thing. like you had to put the belt up. Real Russo, oh. real Russo y stuff. The good stuff is when you have to it, when, it's hard to explain. And I'm trying <laughs> Dude, there was a penalty box, it was so much stuff <laughs> yeah, going on. A penalty box. And you had to like pin somebody to be eligible. It was crazy. <laughs> So many rules. Wow. But anyway, as as he's about to do it, all the fans are like, come, like, come on, man, not again. And they're all throwing shit in the ring. And Sarah just goes, did, did they know they were going to do that? I'm like, I don't know. But people <laughs> are just say? throwing shit in the ring. I feel like we've moved on from like, we don't see a lot of signs in the crowd. Starting a little bit more to come back. But the old WCW of throwing shit in the ring at the end of the show, because it's like, what are they going to do? Kick me out. It shows over anyway. Like, yeah. I feel like. That's not back. What I want to see is like at those college football games. We've talked about this before. Oh, yeah. People printing full color memes out. It's amazing. <laughs> That's like, you know, oh. like college football game day. Yep. So these students will do like a funny meme or like they'll have like, I guarantee if you watch this Saturday, it'll be like baby Yoda and then like University of Michigan or something or like, like that. Me, me waiting for my hero. So and so come out and then that baby Yoda looking up and they just have these like giant memes that they print They're spending out all their hold. loan money on these giant memes. Pretty wild. I hope someone listens to this podcast in 2026. Yes. Like, yes. What were memes? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they call them. Mm's. Now, when I was Memes. in, uh, in 2009, I had my last semester of at school. Second City. And it was a second city. <laughs> it was through Columbia College Chicago, and it was like a comedy studies semester. Okay. I was so serious, which is I took a sketch. I took a sketch comedy class in college at Temple. For you real. can okay. major in comedy here in Chicago. What you can do at a full. Columbia. I was part of the like pilot. You can do one semester. Now you can do full four years of comedy. Um, we had a teacher explain to us what memes were and then challenge us to go home and make a meme and come back to class and none of us knew what the fuck to do in 2009 in 2009 we didn't know what memes were you could crush it now now yeah because we watch memes every day on youtube do you watch memes on youtube (laughs) what do you what time is that on hold on hold on (laughs) this is so (laughs) when you when you and your wife Mm -hmm. are hanging out yep what are you watching probably kid stuff well no 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 uh we we Made a pilgrimage through all eleven seasons of Cheers. Oh, I've done the Cheers pilgrimage because before. Sorry, it, and, and and we do we uh it is the like prototype for what a sitcom should be. That pilot, that first pilot, is just like there's no fat to it. It's perfect. Right. Are you a Diane or a uh, Rebecca? I think Rebecca? I'm a Diane. Actually, okay. I think I'm a Diane. We we watch. And we'll get right back to Cheers. No, no. We like to watch bad movie previews on Amazon Prime. Because oh, they'll man. let almost anybody put um, movies Any, in there. content, she, right? Yeah. Uh, like Hallmark Shelley, movies? Hallmark, yeah, Hallmark, exactly. Okay. Yes. And there was a Hallmark movie, basically, and Ooh. Shelley Long was in it, and it, we just felt bad. We're like, oh, so bud. They sometimes what? try to stack it with like people who are famous more a while ago. But they ago. have one line. But they have, yeah, not very much. <laughs> or they'll be like, well, I don't know. You, yeah, or it was like, you could tell it was like one day of filming. They had to get it all in. Weird connective tissue, but... Yeah, there's this museum in New York. This is before there was YouTube. This is like 2006 or seven, and you could go. It's like the Museum of Television History, oh. and you get to go. Oh, you can watch stuff, right? You yeah. pick three things out you want to watch, 
and you can watch anything from television. It's basically YouTube. Oh, but it <laughs> but sounds so cool for then. Yeah. So I was watching like, you know, like Andy Kaufman on Fridays and like I picked all this weird stuff out and I, and you, you go in these little like tubicles and you wear tubicles. the you wear the headphones and you're watching your thing but you can look over someone's shoulder and watch what your neighbor's watching. Oh. And this guy who I did not know we, uh, was watching a Shelley Long acceptance speech from an award show over and over and over. <laughs> and, it, and I remember thinking like even then I was like is Shelley Long okay? Because this guy has a plan. Yeah. And I feel like I should tell wow. someone. He was just watching it over and over and over. Memorizing. I, clearly she's fine because she's doing yeah, these Amazon Prime. She's doing these Amazon Primes. Uh, Cheers is the great it, it sets the stage. They have a there's a reason they are all connected. And every character has their own little tick. And they're nice to each other. Right. Like that's what set the stage for like Parks and Rec. Like I feel like there's not a lot of sitcoms where everybody like they truly care. Yeah, at the end of the day yep. they would have each other's backs. No, absolutely. That yeah. is absolutely about Parks and Rec. And The Office, which is another like prototypical sitcom, but mm-hmm. yes. Uh and it could be argued, much like The Office. It sort of suffers when they leave, like, the, the setting is so much of it. Yes. All the episodes yeah. that are not in Cheers are not as great, except for the Thanksgiving where they go to Carla's house, which mm-hmm. is maybe fresh in my mind because I just watched it last night. <laughs> I really like that episode. It's a great episode. Yeah. So, like, t- you know, today is Tuesday, tomorrow's Wednesday, Thursday is Thanksgiving when I will be home next. So, Monday we did our annual Let's Watch All the Best Thanksgiving episodes. Oh, that's fun. This is Thanksgiving. So, you're heading back. Thanksgiving? Are you? Ha- I will f- on Thanksgiving morning. I will fly right to Philadelphia, okay. where I will be picked up and whisked directly to my mother. Are you Aww. thinking there could be like a planes, trains, and automobiles type of situation? Don't put that, don't put that out in the atmosphere. We can't get a rental car. Any Sold out. holiday, really? Sold out. All of the them. The airport was a zoo this afternoon. Yeah. Yes. So we I was calling places. Yeah. Is going to be a thing. Yeah. Yes. We couldn't last year. We made the mistake of I rented a car well in advance. No cars in the city of Chicago. Colt Cabana drove us Bless to Marty's dad's house in Indiana, where we Isn't picked nice? up his car. It was what so was nice. What was Marsha doing? What was what was Mama Cabana? They I mean, were they don't do probably out of town. They're, they're... no, they weren't doing oh, anything until later. I, think, or something. I don't know, I don't but know. yeah, he was like happy to do it, and it was very nice. Last year, last Thanksgiving, were, were, did you have a job with AEW yet? I did not. No, that's so weird. AEW did not exist last night. A year ago, it did not. You were just like, what was just the mind some frame kind before? Of before uh, AEW, were you just kind of like, this oh, no. is cool? This, this is a, any, any like viable full-time professional wrestling referee jobs mm-hmm. were ones I was not particularly interested in. Yeah, yeah. Mainly because they involve moving. That sure. was a big thing. That's... I have little to zero desire to live in Florida. And that's mm-hmm. a personal preference. I am not knocking yep. anyone. Uh, and and the, the um, refereeing job that involves living in Florida involves a lot of uh, hoping for something to maybe happen in a few years or maybe not. Mm -hmm. And like that was maybe not enough for a 36 year old father to move to Florida on. Mm -hmm. But this is a completely different situation. And it's being built like now and you're part of it being built. It's such a cool, like, yeah, yeah. The the first actual AEW show I was on. Yeah. I've like been at everyone so far, I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I love, it's it's a good time to reset and try new things. And, uh, a lot of like, so in 2000 or 1999, there were 11 million people watching pro wrestling every Monday. And now there are two, three. So like, 
some of these 8 million people died, but not all of them, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> sure. Some of them are still displaced still there. wrestling fans. And some of them are WCW diehards or are just over it or whatever they are. But, like, I hear about them coming back. Like, either in person or online or, like, you hear people talking about it at AEW shows. We've seen memes in the wild oh, yeah. of Orange Cassidy and people going, who is this guy? It's, Which is very it's, exciting. It's one of those things where you hear like he was at my wedding. No big deal, sir. That'll be my that'll be my claim. To like, claim. remember how you hear like if somebody writes a letter to like a TV station back in the day, they're like that is like uh, the voice of a thousand people or something. Mm-hmm. Like there were all these weird metrics yep, that they that's would like use. a microcosm. And like... I feel now it's like when you become a meme. It's like the voice of you a billion. It. You've be, you have like you've done it, and then it's just like it's weird too, and like. Uh, seeing kids dress up like him. It's, and it's a very easy costume to do. Very yes. easy. Very it's easy, one of those things very cute for where kids. it's just like, you know, back Darby in the day. Darby Allen is a pretty easy costume. Easy costume. Darby's easy. And that's not, ba- no, I remember, not I remember at a WrestleCon, it was like, uh, you, you, it was Janella's? No, 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 no. This oh. was way before that. You'd see a lot of Bray Wyatt's because it was an easy, when it was just a mm-hmm. Hawaiian shirt. Put a hat. Pat, hat and a hat. Or a lot of Kevin Owens. Cut the sleeves oh, off the sure. shirt. You got the. You already got the beard. You're good to go. This year was a lot of Janella, Orange Cassidy, and then if you wanted to get crazy, our friend ba- Val did this really cute mocks where she had like the shorts and the barbed wires. So that was like very good. But so- it is it is interesting though seeing people like sort of grab onto a new. New it's wrestler. crazy. It's insane. Like this is the guy that I was on. Uh, like. Uh, a show within like 2008 when nobody wanted Orange Cassidy or like had anything like when was this long haired Orange Cassidy? This was long haired Orange Cassidy with, with the green and orange with the tights. Green tights. Excuse me. Yeah. You saw that video. It's at the a, beginning brief, of the, the a, video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're there's right. a brief transition phase where the jeans are over the tights, <laughs> and then he just ditches the tights. All it's together. fun seeing wrestlers figure that out because yep. we're yes. uh, Dan the Dad is like. Uh, Have you heard of Dan the Dad? No. So uh, Danny Adams. It all started from like a goof on Twitter of this shot of him and he's like yelling and everyone's like, man, you look like a dad yelling at your kids. And his gimmick is now Dan the dad. He's wearing these fresh white New Balances. The Twitter's hat. changed. It's Twitter's all changed. sort of hyper focused like, on this. Now doing stuff with other wrestlers. Is where he like, a real he's dad? The dad? Does he have no? The, does he have the? I don't think on so. The ground like research. I don't know, but what's been happening is all the dads that I know keep being like. I feel like he's just uh, making fun of my life specifically. So he's like <laughs> nailing it, whether okay, he's a great. dad or yeah, not. Yeah, no, no. That's, that's but like you he... said, like being on these shows, these people, because we we watched uh... Jake Parnell become no, 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 horse. no. Well, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. Uh, a couple of WrestleManias ago, we watched with Orange Cassidy and uh, Chuck and Trent, and they were all just like. When uh, we mentioned this on the podcast, when Nicholas, the little kid, team with Braun Strowman, they're like, this kid's going to ha- make more money in wrestling than we ever did and be in a bigger spotlight than any of us ever did. They were like laughing in a self-deprecating way about it. And then now it's like... I walked last week in Indianapolis. We shared a lift over from the hotel to the arena. And we we got out of the lift and the back of the arena. And there was a kid waiting there dressed as Orange Cassidy. Oh. He was waiting for him to get out of this car so we could ask him to sign his uh, his poster and like get a picture with him. And like this is not the first time I've seen this happen. Yeah. And this this is a kid. First of all, like you should be in school. But whatever, <laughs> man. You know, you parent the way you want. It's it's 2019. Brace the dad. <laughs> so, and you know, I can't help but curiously stop and watch this interaction. Yeah. And he and and the kid, you know, he's signing the poster and the kid just started kicking him. Like <laughs> <laughs> Oh, love it. 
and OC's like, well, that's that's a new one. Like I've, new I've one. never I've never had a kid kick me before, and I he didn't really just I guess let him finish, you know, like let him get out of his let system. Let him get it out of his system. But yeah, it's, I... it's great. And if that's like if that's the pro wrestling, if that's where pro wrestling's going, like sign me up. Because if Colt Cabana were here, he would tell you you can do that till you're seventy. Yes, right. The, yeah. And he is such a fun, like, he'll have insight on the way people wrestle and, like, footwork and stuff that I just don't think about. Because I feel like I'm always catching up on, like, you know, like, what I see in the ring and stuff like that. And when he points out, like, oh, he's good at that or his footwork's like this, I'm like, the new thing that we've noticed is refereeing. Yeah, and we'll talk to you about that. We'll talk oh, to you about But that. I do like, like, I'll watch an old episode of, like, you know, like an uh, NWA episode from like 87 yeah. and you watch it and Good it's year. all the different things. Mm-hmm. It's not like everybody. I I think sometimes people think like, oh, I like it. You'll like they think like everybody on in the NWA back in the day was like Terry Gordy. Everybody was just Road Warrior Animal, Terry Gordy. It's like, no, there were so many different types of wrestlers. Yep. There were a lot of and, there were a lot of guys tuned in five and six mm-hmm, in there. That, that yeah. Make, that, that, those make the 11s pop, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, if they're all 11s, it's just it's and too much. If it was all, everybody came out and they were the Road Warriors, it would just kind of be like, well, right? okay, but as a little kid, you see the Road Warriors and you're like, oh, they stick out more right? than everybody else. Macho Man wasn't Ricky the Dragon. No. Team, that's why he was Macho Man. And like, it was so good to see all those different types of characters. And all these teenagers now because our big obsession is finding out what the teens like we and love younger to know kids. what the teens and the youngins like. and a lot of these young kids they all hate you bryce which is oh, no. crazy <laughs> yeah they're like How i don't like you. that tell guy. them i try my hardest <laughs> no they love you. They love you i mean my i mean well you're they a beloved love figure <laughs> um all these kids love jungle boy because what kid doesn't have that fun fantasy of like i have this you know like dinosaur man friend uh, that like we rule the world together i saw speaking of memes I saw, and a lot of these I either like bounce off me or I don't understand, but I saw one I was like, <laughs> I'm going to tell my kids that was Tarzan. And I was like, all right. I love those. Well done. I Yep. That's ex- you, you've, you've done it. You've, you've done it. You, I you love it. the I'm going to tell my kids this was blank. Yep. That's just such a funny like. Yes. And you should. Yeah. He's 23. Yeah. He's young. And I saw him in Resistance Pro maybe like four years ago oh no and he showed up he was good then and he was always like just really knew how to like talk to everybody and do a good job and not put himself over and like because you know sometimes these guys come in there like he could have been a little like mjf just say mjf a little mjf yeah he He was such a sweetheart this is a another weird uh jungle boy knows that he's handsome, but he doesn't know how handsome he is. Oh, that's perfect. Which is dangerous that's and perfect. Don't tell these girls. Yeah. No, <laughs> dangerous and perfect all at the same time. He's very handsome. Yes. But he, like, doesn't, he hasn't grown into his, like, skin yet or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And he's still so, like, just, I think, honored to be where he is. I yep. think that's kind of one of my favorite things about AEW is it's so new. And there are so many people that have just been, like, I was like crunching for so long but like when it's like yeah you come out like the Orange Cassidy bathroom spot where the door opened and he got that huge pop I'm like that's gotta be like my-. and then he's there's, a, a, there's, there's a, a missive there's a missive to fit him in, in the television show every week yeah it's is like, it weird for you like as his buddy to just see that and be like this is my buddy it's they weird, just open the door it's, it's really see. really great yeah like, like it, it, there's a there's like you could take the I knew them when they were playing in basements, you know, like, <laughs> like I could take that like 
stance, but he's I will mine. not. I will not take that stance. Like he is for all to be enjoyed. It's so funny. He when is you for see he, stuff he should like be. That. He should if if that makes him a very rich man, which it's probably on the road to doing. Like more power to him. And I and I watch like... AEW to a lesser extent, but the current independent wrestling landscape is very much about doing a lot really fast mm-hmm. and he is the polar opposite and i think he's a very good teaching tool to many new up-and-comers like you know jake parnell was doing wrestling moves but then he realized he could become warhorse and it'll be less about doing wrestling moves and more about being warhorse and orange casty realized he would have to get dropped in his head a Many fewer times mm-hmm. if he were Orange mm-hmm. Cassidy and he's and Orange Cassidy be... and he's on national TV being exactly Orange Cassidy, being called Orange Cassidy, wearing his own t shirt <laughs> on national television that AEW does not own. That of Paris, himself. <laughs> of himself that he created that's on sale at Pro Wrestling Tees. Like, it's right. Like, it's it's great. It's beautiful. And you can be a Warhorse or an Orange Cassidy or a Danhausen outside of the ring. In a way that it's like you can still interact with people sure. in this like different That's way. That's what people want. Like, I don't know how he doesn't smile when everyone cheers for him. Sometimes you see him kind of fighting it a little yeah. bit. It's and crazy. I because we always laugh. There was an interview, uh, like one of those <laughs> like scrums or whatever after the show, and he was being interviewed <laughs> after one of the one of the more recent pay per views. And there was that little awesome AJ or AJ awesome. He's like a little kid who does interviews, and he just goes like like What do you do all day? And he goes. Just lay in bed. He goes, <laughs> All day, you just lay in bed. And he almost laughed a little bit. He's like, Yep. Yep. <laughs> also, if you haven't seen uh, Orange Cassidy on uh, Hannibal TV, it's my favorite required interview of all time. As for oh any listener, it is required viewing. I'm going to try to get Hannibal on next week to, uh, to talk about it a little bit. <laughs> I'm thankful for Orange Cassidy on Hannibal TV. It is. The greatest two-minute interview of all time. You yeah. watch the Hannibal. The views are going to spike this week yes. when this yes. drops. You watch. You, you just watch that. That's, have, back to us. that's the Marty and Sarah bump. It's <laughs> so fun. You have to see it. Uh, you see Hannibal kind of lose his mind. Uh, kind of goes old school and is like, if we were in the ring together, I don't know how that – I can't do a Hannibal impression, but you get you get the idea. Just uh, the fact that you know that there are – more people than Hannibal saying that to yeah. themselves and you watch people try to attach themselves to it in public. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And so then much. he was like, but you know, you are, uh, you know, making a lot of money so I can't fault you. It's like <laughs> at the end of the day, cool man, even a wrestler is like, oh, yeah, you're doing it. I can't. What is the equivalent of you? like 1985? It must've been Hulk Hogan, right? All like the, of like just... the hard asses, like the Japanese, like sure. Stan Hansen or, you know, ever sees this guy who can, you know, like George or George the Animal Steel. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Guy who's just kind of like doesn't know to lock up. He's a character. Yeah, but like, yeah. He's, you can't deny that he's over and people love him and he's good at what he does. I and felt he deserves like to be one rich. Of, hearing one of the stories that I was kind of like, oh, was like I was like an old like Scott Hall shoot interview and he was talking about like. I don't know, Jericho and somebody just like tore it up and he was like, great job, guys. And he goes, now I'm going to go out there and I'm going to throw this toothpick and I'm going to get a bigger pop than you guys got. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. It's it's wild though seeing uh, seeing He's people figure it out. Yeah. I love I love see, seeing people figure it out. It's like the coolest thing. And you watch like old, old wrestling because I, I love watching old stuff. And when you do kind of see somebody and then it's like week one, it's like, oh, okay, they're doing that. And then it's like, Week two, they got the new haircut. Did Week you know, three, they got long the gear. Tights? I saw that photo. It was amazing. That blew my mind. Amazing. And, like, and watching showing... them, them workshopping. Yeah. Did you see The Undertaker on yep. the Stone Cold thing? It was so wild. 
and just that idea of him being like nervous of like I don't know what they were gonna do with me with my character. They're talking, like calling spots in each other's ear. Oh my I, I just watched yeah. the beginning of this Wasn't morning it wild? at the gym. Yes, and yeah. I was like, wow. We were. I didn't. I didn't know what the Undertaker's voice sounded like. Yeah, that's crazy. And that he's was... been a television character for thirty years, and I yeah. didn't know what his voice. That sounded was like. like the most just like, oh yeah, man. And then they called me up, and I did this, and it's you Get just her watch done. it, make America great again. You just watch it, and you're like, <laughs> oh, these are just two dudes. Yep. And I always love. And we were talking about this uh earlier this week how whenever austin has these people on his podcast he's just like i've known you for damn near 30 years and we've never had we've never sat down and had a conversation it's like what? wow you're yeah. shitty friend you are weird. yeah it's like you guys are a bunch of weirdos have you met have you met stone cold marty uh in your no i have not but he was so secluded from everybody and it was like you didn't get undertaker access he like or uh, uh stone, stone cold, cold access that happened with hogan yeah at wrestle dude i got kicked out of the bathroom because Hulk Hogan had to use the bathroom, that's and they wanted – nobody could be in the bathroom in when Hulk Hogan – in Jersey. I have a follow-up question. I didn't, yes. were on, I didn't realize you were wrestle-conning for so long. Brother. He was conning from for the years. start. From the that's, start, that's brother. That's 13. From the start. Does Stone Cold follow you on Twitter, though? Yeah. I just yeah. wanted to – I think he likes $5 wrestling. He wasn't going to tell you that liked, if I didn't ask. Or he liked $5 wrestling. Second City Steve Austin over here. You're doing the work. That's a partnership. I see how that goes. I really like to put Marty over and – Has Colt done his podcast? Yeah. like one degree this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Good. In person? They 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 like he went to the I he went to the gimmick street or whatever. Ooh, I think so. Probably. I might. Have you had his beer? Be wrong. Yeah. I, yeah. I, we had the um. We had the IPA. prototype. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had, we the, had the, yeah. the glasses. The like. Oh, okay. They were from a gift set. The El okay. Segunda glasses. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sarah, I have got a a quick little uh, thing that one of our buddies, Michael Watson, is doing. You know Michael uh, Watson. I know the Brain Buster. Michael Watson. I'm in V two. I'm in Volume two. Well, that's what I'm about to talk about right Please. now. Please. Uh, I believe I am too. In my uh, in my singlet. I don't think I am. Uh, Okay, we'll get you one. We'll get you one. (laughs) Well, anyway, if you don't know what we're talking about, we are talking about the Wrestlers Two photo book. It contains over 230 Polaroid portraits taken in the last year and a half. Wrestlers from everywhere. Uh, This week they they have one week left on Kickstarter. The U.S. backers should get their pledges by Christmas. Uh, It features me for my match from New Orleans. Uh, Also Bryce, Mm -hmm. uh, looking looking sharp. Name drop. Uh, um, Weird flex, but all right. <laughs> I'm sitting next to you. So if you guys want to be a part of that, please, please, please uh, jump on that. You can follow him on Instagram at BrainBuster. Uh, and then what's that? Underscore? When it's just a little line? Yeah, yes. I think that's an underscore. All right. At BrainBuster. Our favorite Iowan. Underscore. <laughs> yes. He's a wonderful guy. The The work is so cool. The first one I have in the bathroom, it's very cool. Uh, it is just uh like a, a a zine meets an old pro wrestling magazine, and it's a cool photo Coffee book. Table material. You will see yes. your favorites Beautiful in there. Beautiful simplicity. I know people who are trying to get the entire thing autographed, like the old oh, WWE encyclopedia. This is like the new way to do it. So the Wrestler Two's photo book, it's coming out real soon. Get on there. Head over to the uh, Patreon or the uh, what do you call it? The uh, Kickstarter. Kickstarter. Yeah. Use promo code Marty and Sarah and see what happens. Maybe you, I don't know. See what happens. <laughs> That would very be interesting. That be very interesting. Um, but we will uh, we will tweet out that link as well. Uh, get on there, and it'll be a, a real fun way to support independent wrestling in all of its different 
forms and shapes. Do you know who my favorite buddy is? Who? Ron Schmidt of Connecticut. Oh, my Ron favorite, loves my favorite music. He loves music. Listen. He loves, he loves music everything. And we love Ron. Uh, he a, slept a refreshing... on this couch oh that you're sitting on. Oh, did he sign it? Yeah, we should have Bryce, Ron sign the couch. Let me ask you a question. What do you uh what do you look for in a wrestling fan? In a wrestling yeah. fan? Yeah. Uh, What's a guy at a show or a woman at a show or whatever? What you see and you go, that's that's Positivity. that's it. Yes. And, and this is why I what I was about to say, I love Ron so much. He's just happy to be there. It's never like a backhand like, oh, thanks for coming out. I, I wish you'd come more often, but I'm glad you're here. Yeah, like, that's always a weird right. one. It's or... never, it's never, the, it's never not the not the linger, not just the, the hang. Like he loves wrestling. Mm-hmm. He's happy to be there. He's brought someone with him. Sometimes it's Ron's dad. Yes, yes. That's when we first met Ron right? at the WrestleCon. He just uh, he, you and Cole. the Jersey one. He yeah. wants to share this thing that he loves with someone that he loves, which is like this. <laughs> beautiful thing yeah. to him and like that's the best kind of wrestling fan yes. and like it's okay to be critical when it's time to be critical I get that I understand that that's a part of any kind of art but when you have a short amount of time right. and people have been traveling right. like none of these guys are getting rich it's 15 or 20 bucks to get in Indep- at the independent wrestling level like coming out and like and even this this is gonna sound crazy at a merch table when someone's just hey man I just wanna stop by and say I love your work yeah I, 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 I remember this one time you did this one thing and it meant a lot to me and it, it's really cool I don't want like they, they don't say this but it's implied I don't wanna buy anything I just wanna come by and say what's up great awesome yeah. yeah that takes away this weird pressure this dynamic of like this uh exchange you know like, i always feel like we're I just having a conversation myself if they're just like looking at the table and like i'll just do this kind of yeah. like and and i just and i draw pictures sometimes right. like i don't I, know i just i'm just glad to be here man yeah, yeah i i definitely there's certain times when i'll be at like especially the Logan Square Auditorium, where we're in the balcony, and you can look over, and there's certain people I love watching mm-hmm. as they watch. As they as they yep. watch, sometimes when people make their entrances, some yep. people really get into entrances, which there's I love. There's one guy that See? dances to every Dude, entrance so, song, he and loves it's like it. he's not doing he it for attention. It. He's just vibing, and I love that. Seeing someone see something you love for the first time is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. There's a it's somewhere in the world. Uh, before Orange Cassidy was Orange Cassidy, he was wrestling in Austin, Texas, at, at for Inspire Pro, and he was wrestling Keith Lee. And this is before Keith Lee was Keith Lee. Keith Lee had a great week this he week. He had a great week. <laughs> Keith Lee's a great man. Yeah, he, uh, he uh, one of my very jobs at Chicago. He he's like is to get everyone's entrance music when someone comes for the first time. That Keith, I've always thought is very stressful, and I respect that. <laughs> Keith Lee wrestled for Chicago once ever, and he's like. You know, he had sent his music and I was like, oh, I, you know, because of how we stream, blah, blah, we just need to make sure it's rights free, you know, blah, 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 the whole spiel. And he goes, it's cool. I own it. I wrote it. Wow. Yes, sir. Yeah. Heck yeah, Keith Lee. Oh, that's You're the so coolest cool. dude in here. And that was it. And he wrote his music. He owned his music. And we played his music. No problem. Anyhow, in Austin, Texas, Orange Cassidy's the you know the Starship song the What Hot American mm-hmm, Summer mm-hmm. hits and there Jane. are yes Jane uh, the and there are you know three hundred of the hipsteries of hipsters in Austin <laughs> Texas with their arms folded what is this and I'm just standing in the back did, did he like tell you like here's what I'm thinking of doing uh, he just started doing it okay it was solely to amuse him I one hundred percent his generation is the same comedy nerd generation that you know uh, thinks what hot american summer is the gospel truth oh, beautiful class yep. which mm-hmm. i believe it is sure uh and i and that's where it came we from. studied it in comedy studies. oh really <laughs> yeah we had a midterm that was watch this episode of the simpsons 
Homer goes to space Man, and then a, like write life. all these what like essay questions what and answer like had. pluses all around midpoints and all that. Yeah, it was very fun. That's so great. So sorry, I, I'm thinking about how that that's got to go to school today, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> that was the only Ugh, semester that I four pointed because I genuinely cared about Ugh, every class. Wow. Anyway, sorry. Orange Keith Lee's already beloved in Austin, Texas. Orange Cassidy is a, a complete unknown. Ugh. And watching the crowd turn from arms folded to standing ovation when Ugh. it's over in the span of like what ten or eleven minutes. Like what a victory! It's beautiful. And and now like sort of felt like the generation of independent wrestling fans that were going to see Orange Cassidy for the first time were pretty much that that teat was milked, you know? <laughs> but now, like, no, no, no. No, no, no. The National television. <laughs> TNT. You got to wonder nights. if somebody who was just like at one of those shows just like, yeah, was I'll go. trying to I'll say, go. I saw him. No, no, no. Like, they, they go to the show just kind of as like, yeah, my friends like wrestling, whatever. And then, like, they're just like flipping the channels and then they come across him on TNT and they're like, <laughs> Holy shit! It's that guy from that show with five with one hundred and fifty people. Like that's like, insane. Oh my god! <laughs> my my college friends, uh, who you know, very apathetic about wrestling, like just you know, tolerant of my hobby, uh, I've gone so far to watching Dynamite every week and bought Orange Cassidy t-shirts from ProWrestlingTees.com because love they love that. him so much. And on Wednesdays, they send me pictures of them and their Orange Cassidy t-shirts with the half thumbs up, ready to watch Dynamite. And like, isn't that fun that you could just show him? It's great. It's, like it's, it's it's the best. It's yeah. The best. So when when he like. My son got his picture with him, and for me, I was like, oh, like this. This is like the thing I love the most in the world. With the thing I love second. Does your most son? <laughs> does your son like understand like what, uh, what's going on, or that you are like a, a referee for he, a big company he, and you know uh, these people and stuff? He understands that I know them. He's very into that. His his fav- one of his favorite wrestlers. No I- irony is Michael Nakazawa. Okay, he loves. I saw that picture. He loves Michael Nakazawa. He loves the silly. He loves that he brings out. Uh, baby oil mm-hmm. for no reason, and he loves to say Naka, Naka. Like that's fun <laughs> for a three-year-old to do. So on occasion, I will FaceTime with him when I'm at AEW, and he'll ask if Nakazawa is there. That's what my nephews do, is but they're there? asking for Marty. But he is. There. <laughs> yeah, and, and you can talk to right. him. And you so can I go walk up to down him. the hall, and he oh starts talking to Nakazawa. He's hi, Alex. How special! <laughs> and so when he met him in Baltimore a few weeks ago, he was legitimately starstruck. He couldn't believe that this guy that he'd watched on television and talked to on the phone is a real person that he was talking to and he was just like like it's it's hard to comprehend that a three-year-old knows what being star like can even act starstruck but he really was like this thing that was only for me (laughs) is right here in front of me and i'm like he's like talking to me did it seem like nakazawa was like hell yeah oh yeah oh totally totally. like i would feel so 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 honored all due respect not a lot of people say he's one of your favorite. You know, if you watch one episode of Dynamite, you say your favorite wrestler is Chris Jericho or Cody. Or whatever. <laughs> you don't say, but Trude, like he loves Michael Nakazawa. I love that. That's cool uh, that he just like latched onto him and he's like, to, "This is the guy." Uh, uh, the same in the same afternoon of to be a fan. One of my favorite wrestlers when I was I had a Chris Jericho shirt when I was you know he was he was he was the alternate he was the alternative comedy of Monday Nitro in 1998 and 1999. Yeah. He was the guy like having the funny T-shirts and doing the weird stuff. So I latched on to him. So on this same afternoon when he was done talking and when my son was done talking to Michael because I was like, all right, Chris Jericho just happened to be walking by. <laughs> At work before he does his job that day, and like we know each other, we don't, we're not friendly. You're coworkers. We're coworkers. Mm-hmm. And he just comes over and, and hi, is this your son? Just because he's like he has kids, he gets it. 
hello, my name is Chris. He introduced himself to my wife, my son, and my son was holding one of his stuffed animals, a duck named Mr. Quackers. <laughs> I said, and who is this? And my son, this is Mr. Quackers. Well, hello, Mr. Quackers. Chris Jericho <laughs> is shaking hands with Mr. Quackers right in front of me. And I'm just like, and my wife just caught my eye for a minute to be like, this is weird. I was like, this is so weird. So they have that moment. Even Mr. Quackers was like, this is fucking weird. Right. I've met a lot of guys. Yeah. Most of the Attitude Era guys are dicks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he goes about his day. And then later that day, like, you know, 10 hours later, I find myself invited to Chris Jericho's birthday party because that's my life now. Aww. I get invited to Chris Jericho's birthday party. And I walk into, I enter this Did Mr. birthday Quackers party get the invite? where Chris Jericho already is. And he goes, hey, what's up? Uh, Mr. Quackers couldn't make it. Ah, uh, <laughs> Says that to me. And no one else in the room, get, he says it loud enough for everyone to hear, but no one else knows what he's talking about. But I have that moment with Chris Jericho. Inside, forever and Inside always. jokes with Jericho. Right? Pretty he, wild. He's totally forgot. This is two weeks ago. This is all totally gone from his memory. But I will talk about it forever. Right, right, right. Forever and ever and ever and ever. That's so fun, too. Because it's like, that's just like connection to everything. Uh, it's, it's, it's it. That's it. That's uh, everything. Did your son watch uh, The Invisible Man versus The Invisible Stan or no? No, I... I feel I don't think you'd get that. I haven't might, tried yet. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I tell you what, buddy. That's I'm so happy many... that I get to talk to you about this right now. I'm glad Sarah was there for Sarah it. Sarah was there for it. Oh my god. I was on this couch, zonked out of my mind. Ooh. And it was the perfect amount of zonks to enjoy <laughs> that. Buddy, I'm watching that and I'm just like, this is a masterpiece. It was it was like one of the best like like pieces the that crowd, I've seen. The crowd makes it. Okay. Without the crowd, that's I get that you're being humble, impossible. which is very funny. You will appreciate this, but, Marty. It was written like a stand up Yeah. Set. You like, had it all. It, it was no, all. No, no. It was like one happens and two happens. Yes. Two happens and three happens. Oh. Three it all led four. into itself. It was it was literally written like a stand up set. Going and, into and I, it. And I ran it. I ran the set by two people. Mm -hmm. The people that were in charge, the Joey Janelle's of the world, too busy, couldn't be bothered. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I was like, who do I trust? If Cabana were there, I absolutely would have sure. pulled him aside. Orange Cassie and Ethan Page. Mm -hmm. Two guys who I respect their comedic timing and yep. their wrestling minds. I was like, how about this? And I'm like, that's it. And maybe there were a couple tweaks like this, maybe this, this, this. But That's like, always fun when someone comes to you with like, hey, I trust you. And if you can just give them one little piece. Because sure. then it like feels like yes. cool. I did I help. was a part of that. Yeah. Yep. Were you nervous going into it that oh, like, this it is going to be? Than, it was more than I've ever been. Okay. What, uh, what like the, the, the percentage of weight of power that I carry in a wrestling match is usually like one or two. And it was like 98 or 99. That yeah. Day. What and an I, acceleration. And I was like thinking about it and realizing it like, and they only asked me, they like two weeks before they're like, uh, we're going to do this match between, between two invisible people. And we think you should be the one that refs it. And I was like, Oh, thank you. And then I started thinking about what that would entail. The logistics. And, <laughs> and then like, the pressure oh, is like, oh. oh, and there was like a group chat going around about ideas. And then as it got to be WrestleMania week, everything got crazy and no one had time to talk about this. And it became very apparent that like, well, is a good project and you were the group right, project leader. Right, right, right. And they stopped answering. Yeah, that sounds fine. Whatever works. I was so, like, well, whatever I do is what is going to happen. It better be it. Uh, I, would, I, I could just put it on and be like, let's just do an audio commentary. <laughs> I need an audio commentary in this not, match. That would not be good for your podcast. Um, wh at what point were you like, oh, this is like working. This is actually. Uh, when the 
crowd was going nuts when they were cheering and booing the invisible the booyays like, oh okay it's good we got yeah. we're gonna be fine the camera they're, they're, with, they're and invested. the camera the high fives oh, like yes. it was so just brilliant invested. the dude that made the door that collapsed mm-hmm. was so excited yeah he that was like so the unsung cool. hero of all this he's like the props guy at gcw and i remember him running up to him, he's like you gotta see this thing he's like i don't know if it's gonna work but if it works it's gonna be awesome the balcony dive oh, I, balcony. I should if you haven't seen it and you don't know what we're talking about Bryce refereed a match between two invisible wrestlers, and if somebody we'll say their names, the Invisible, invisible Man, Man, Invisible, invisible Sam. Sam. But if if somebody's can't fathom it, like how would it even work? It was all Bryce. It was all your reaction. You showed it, it, us there was a storyline that was it put yeah, into place. But, but you the showed match us itself, where to look. Like the that match was the itself, thing. That's what I'm saying. Like it you felt did like the, you were seeing the the. the Moving yeah. back like and forth. Your glasses worked, and because you that could see the, them, that was the magic we could ingredient. see them. Because it didn't make sense. The, the, wearing the glasses was like mm-hmm. the fine tune of that. That happened like right before I went out. That was beautiful. Like, this makes it make sense. Yeah. And then trying to get Joey to give me his glasses was like you know a <laughs> four time yeah. effort that should have been a one time yeah. effort. But whatever, we got it. And then you come backstage after the match, and is everybody just like, "Holy uh, shit!" I come backstage to the match and. Orange Cassie and Takamichinoku are next. Mm-hmm. And Orange Cassie goes, thanks a lot, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not bragging. No, no, no. No, no, no. But it was a, that was a feeling of pride to me because he's oh, like so the good. coolest dude in the world. Sure. And he was just like. And that gotta, was like his weekend. Right. And he, he realized I got to follow that. And as my friend, we had this moment in the hallway and he was just like. Oh, sorry. Man. Yeah, Real sorry. Right, Real? right, right, right. And talking with Joku has no idea what's going on. He's stretching. But but it, there was like a moment he was just like, wow. Did wow. you get a bunch of text messages from people it and stuff too? It was the most like, – uh, uh, I tweeted. I was just like, it was it, just a masterpiece. Like, yes. In person, in social media, like uh, I do not do as many indies as I used to. But when I would do indies and be at uh, the merch table, without fail – Every time someone would mm-hmm. bring it up, like every day in public. And for a while, like there was a tweet about it every day. And I was like, this is my Mr. Holland's open. Because people yeah. are still and, thinking and, and, but about that's okay. it. I but, feel like because in, in, a lot of times in comedy, they'll be like, yeah, like send me a clip or whatever. And if there was, like if you were still like just trying to like work your way out in the indies and everyone's like, can you send me a, uh, uh, a tape me a of one of the matches? And yeah. Let me see one of the matches that you've ref. And you're like, oh, maybe check out this one. <laughs> and in my head, you slide a VHS cassette across <laughs> the table. But you know what I mean? Like, they're I, just like, let me see I, what you do. I like – it was – so it is a bizarre correlation to say that refereeing professional wrestling is like this artistic, creative thing. Because mm-hmm. in many, many, many days it's not. But to do something that like felt legitimately creatively fulfilling and like coming over was like, wow, that was it. It was I, art. And like people have like written pieces about it mm-hmm. and like yeah. made like this is meta wrestling and stuff like that's like that's very, very flattering. I think if and, I- and I, I don't know if there has ever been a like a template for like a referee to get the reins mm-hmm. like that ever before or maybe ever again and i am very lucky that i got to be the one to do it yeah like and and like not trying to like brag or be like but it was a just a completely like, like, new it's, it's, way to do it right i'm very lucky that i got to be the one that got that 98 or 99 percent of the focus that day because it could have been anyone sure and i'm glad that i got that and like not something that 
exists forever now. Like, I'm yeah. sure there were probably other referees watching that going, oh, thank God I don't have to fucking do that. Or, uh, maybe, I don't know. Uh, I guarantee I, it. I, I do like the directive it. that one of the, t- one of the many tweets that day was from Nick Jackson of the Young Bucks who like quote tweeted the door breaking was like, what are you doing on May 25th? Uh-huh. And I really wanted to push the narrative that I got hired by AEW because of that match. Sure. <laughs> Which yeah. is not actually true. Right. I really like that. I really fun. like that being like the trajectory of like act like this this happens it's I'll go with it fun. right no, I'll spread yeah. that around tell, tell it that, that's why that's why he was watching he was watching that night alright Sarah I asked last week for uh, the buddies listening to send in things that they are thankful for and uh, I got some I got some good ones I got some quick ones I got some long ones so we're just going to read a couple here and then uh, after we each one we can discuss a little bit if we need to if there's anything yeah. that uh, pops into our heads uh, first one's from our buddy uh Let's see. Our buddy Lan. Uh, I'm thankful between cable. Oh, no, I don't know if this is from Lan. Nope. I'm sorry. Uh, let's see here. Okay. I got it here. <laughs> I'm thankful that between cable, YouTube, and Twitch, I can watch pro wrestling almost every day. Most importantly, I'm thankful that in January, I can complete the only item left on my wrestling bucket list by going to Wrestle Kingdom. That's our buddy Jason. Oh, wow. Pretty yeah. cool deal. Woo. I really would like to go to Japan sometime. Yes. Our friend in the room, PG Simon, yes. just celebrated. He went, went in August for the, <sighs> the G1 Climax Finals this year. So He's cool. He's been to the dance. So oh, cool. So I, cool. The idea of, of PJ and Dr. Keith just dooting around Japan <laughs> makes, <laughs> makes my heart uh, so happy. Dooting around fabulous one style. <laughs> Uh yeah when we yeah we're gonna nerd out and we'll have maybe we'll have, we'll have PJ and uh and uh and uh Dr Keith on and just like you can answer you all the questions I that you I'm were sure gonna say maybe we'll have PJ and Dr Keith take us to Japan take and us show to us Japan. around <laughs> I mean yeah we have we have uh lots of questions and and hopefully you guys have. Lots of answers. All right, here's a longer one, but here we go. Uh, hey, buddies. Uh, I just heard Friday's episode to where y'all wanted things we were thankful for in wrestling. So I have a small list, if it's okay, since there's a lot to be thankful it's for. Okay. Even if being a wrestling fan and supporting certain companies is more problematic at times. Hey, what are you going to do? It's the world we live in. Uh, firstly, I'm thankful for you folks. Yes, even DJ and Screaming Pete. Let's see if DJ wants to say anything. All right. All thank right. you, DJ. All right. <laughs> Uh, but you, Marty and Sarah, really, truly, sincerely, uh, you guys truly, sincerely love wrestling. Uh, and, uh, it's beyond refreshing. You, oh, this is putting us over big time, Sarah. This is fun here. I get to read this. Uh, you two are a bright spot in the wrestling fandom and you bring so much joy to my week, whether it's both talking about predictions or jabbing at wrestler spots in a company. There's always laughter and a good time behind it. You guys rock. And even though my partner Aubrey and I only met Sarah once outside Lamb. of an IWA show mania weekend for like seven seconds, you both feel like your lifelong friends. Hope that's Aww. not too weird. Not at Land, all. Lan, we did a whole podcast Land, together. Lan, <laughs> freaking did a podcast do you, with Sarah. Do you do you take a moment to like like drink that in? Yeah, when people say stuff like that. I really that's great. I really love because I know myself and I know that I can hear a lot of positive things, but a lot I know I'm more vulnerable. Like the one negative thing will stick with me. Mm-hmm. And really, in the last couple of years, I've been trying to be like. This is what you give yes. the weight to. Like this is this type of stuff that you take with and, you. And like the that was so like I will be like, scrolling through Twitter and I have like a really positive thought like oh man that was a really good tweet and I, instead of just liking it I want to like message someone and yeah be like wow 
like that's really well written. That's really well constructed. Like you're really, really, you know, you're bringing a positive influence to people. And I don't do it every time. Marty's the biggest proponent of tell that person. Yeah. Like, like I'll say something to him, or I'll be like, "Hey, so and so stand up set was really good, and I really like this bit." And he'll go message them right now and tell them. Good. And it's like more of that. Yeah, more of that because it is like it makes me feel so good that a thing that we're doing that makes us happy makes other people happy Mm -hmm. and that bleeds out and then makes us like happier while we're doing it. And it's it's, contagious. It's it's contagious. Positivity is contagious and joy is contagious. I got got more from Lan here. Oh, Uh, no, no, no. No, Lan's the best. He's he's got more to be thankful for. Uh, Speaking of which I'm thankful for for my partner, Aubrey. Yes. You said to keep things wrestling related and I am, but give me a second. She's rad and actually met Ricky, the dragon steamboat recently at Starcast. Sarah's got a, a big old thing for, for, (laughs) <laughs> Salt and pepper steamboat. Best looking guy in the room anywhere he goes. Uh, recently saw him at Starcast. Clean up at the high school reunion. Yeah. Oh, could you imagine? Rick Blood, is that you? <laughs> uh, and had him sign one of the comics that I worked on because I wrote a story about his match with Randy Savage. Uh, at, He's a WWE comic book writer. At the oh, now cool. iconic and legendary WrestleMania 3, of course, getting to hold one of his old icy belts doesn't hurt either. Wrestling has made our relationship stronger, and it's something we share in our everyday lives. Whether it's cutting promos on breakfast foods or pretending to chop our Corgi Lucifer, it's something I don't think uh, we could be without. Lastly, and I'll end on a quick note, I'm thankful for rad as hell entrances. Okay. Do you ever see somebody doing an entrance and you're like, oh, shit, I forgot I had to ref. I just was so entranced with that entrance. Who zazzed you? Oh, man. Uh this is a new kind of zazz and not quite the same, but I always forget that AEW has pyro for some reason. <laughs> so I do too, but so I'm like, at e- home. Either, either I'm in the back or I'm in the ring and I'm like, la, la, oh my God, oh my God, oh, 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 and then it's over. And I was like, wow, I, just, I really got to learn who has pyro. It's cut to same thing next week. Same every- thing next week. <laughs> right. I just watched I, I, an old uh, WCW pay-per-view and it was uh, the Z-Man against uh, Flying Brian for the Cruiserweight title. And the Z-Man came out and did not know that he had pyro. And he was genuinely, <laughs> he was, he was scared, so but also, he was scared, but also surprised. Like, to, ooh, I got pyro. <laughs> who's, who, who's your best entrance? What do you got? I'm, who's my I'm best stu- entrance? I'm, I'm stopped here. Um, I'm trying to think. I of... think Shane Strickland's was my old, was like okay. watching. Oh, really good entrance. I like a good song. And sure. then it's and part of it. Just him coming out and the, and it was, cause it was a like laid... a prayer and Grado is yeah. like, is like a match made in heaven. But Beautiful. with Strickland, it was like, it's a laid back song. And, and then when he just takes the glasses off and, the, and he's on the second rope, it's like, Ooh, what is, okay. what is, what, what song does Effie come out to? I'm drawing a blank. I'm it's, drawing a blank too, but his entrance it's is It's not what you think an dazzling. entrance song should be. And it's, Perfect. And he's it's perfect for him. I also am just dazzled by Thunder Rosa. Every time she great. comes out, like she's See, got it we're down. We're saying positive things about positive. Yeah. Uh, Effie is great. Effie, and I will also we, we we'll say it again. RJ City, like yes, they have done such a great job about finding a under like under underwear underwear the underwear underwear putting it on for money. <laughs> uh, people paying no like. They're, they've they found like what makes them unique, and they've dialed it up, and they found their voice, and it and, feels and, so honest, right? And like when they get it back from the crowd or Twitter or whatever, it just makes them uh, oh, I'm doing something right, and they can go up a step on the ladder, mm-hmm. and they get it back, and they go another step on the ladder, and like somehow, who knew this ladder had like fifty steps? But like, but they there's keep like the just specifics, find... and it's beautiful. yeah, it's, it's beautiful. I yes. love it. I love it. That's uh, like sometimes I'll read like one of their tweets or like watch a video promo. I'm just like. 
man, that was beautiful. And I don't do the thing that Marty says we should do and just stop and be like, that was great, You're doing it now. I am, I am. It's not the same. It's not personal. But RG City will hear it. Okay. (laughs) I got another one here. Uh, Hey, buddies. There's a lot to be thankful for in wrestling. I'm thankful to have uh, awesome friends that want to meet up every Wednesday to watch wrestling. I'm thankful to see Eddie Kingston do what he does best this weekend at AAW. I'm thankful for this amazing podcast. Your exclusive access to the buddies gives you the scoops to the dweebs that dweebs like Nathan can't get. Aw. Uh, sorry if this is too long, Ryan. Oh, Ryan, that was perfect. Uh, has Eddie been on here? Has Eddie, Eddie been has. in this room? Uh, Eddie, not in this room. Eddie was our first, uh, no, our second um, live, gig? live show. Live. He was on our Starcast. No, 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 cast. but he, he came over and did the podcast like this. Oh, that's right. He did. Yeah. He was one of our Patreon exclusives. Because he said exclusives. the thing about, Ooh. he said that... Um, he and his mom got into an argument oh, and his this is dad the best. we quote this all the time with is our favorite quote his dad was like standing up for his mom and he like 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 pushed eddie down or something and he goes hey she was my wife before she was your mother <laughs> that's like my favorite and we quote cannot stop saying it all the eddie time Eddie puts off this great air of this being this like street dude and then i had to like pick him up take him on a trip once and his hat, the mailbox at his parents' house is a miniature version of their house. <laughs> so how tough is this neighborhood of Yonkers? And he's like, you know, goes up to take a shower and he comes downstairs and his mom has shown me the Disney World pictures of little Edward with his mouse oh ears. God. I'm just like, this is the best. He's going to kill you. And I had my phone out. I was trying to take a picture of it. He swatted my phone out of my hand. <laughs> His mom made this beautiful breakfast, installed these, like, like he hurt his ankle, so she, like, installed these, like, um, things on the tub so he could get in and out. Oh. Like, she's she's that mom. She's great. Ruth Ann. Mrs. Ruth Kingston. Moore. Yeah, Mrs. Kingston. Mrs. Kingston, who Mrs. was Kingston. Mr. Kingston's oh, wife before, before she was she his was, mother. Before she was little Mr. Kingston's mom. You've oh. known him for a super duper I've long time. I've known Eddie for a long time. We love man, Eddie. Oh, man. He came to a comedy show that my friend Liz and I did. Oh. And at a certain, it's a musical, and there had been a lot of songs at that point, and there's a certain part that we wrote in the show where you look at an audience member and go, oh, I sure wish we'd hear another song. I haven't heard enough songs today, and neither has anyone else. And I looked right at Eddie at that line and he went what and i will never forget it was one of the best moments i've had in he only stage. has one speed he can, he can only do that that heart on the sleeve like it's all he has it's great <laughs> that was from our buddy ryan if i didn't mention. you did say and i love all right it. here's another one hey buddies here's a quick story about my love for pro wrestling and what i'm thankful for this year i'm a relatively new wrestling fan i had friends who were into it growing up but i always scoffed and teased them for just wanting to watch muscle men in tights grab each other. Years later, I came to grips with my bisexuality and realized that I just want to watch muscle men in tights grab each other, too. Uh, anyways, one night, I, after a few drinks, uh, a friend convinced me to watch WrestleMania 31 with him. After a few matches, I declared, this is just a live-action anime. I can get into this. <laughs> uh, by the time Seth cashed in, I was completely hooked, having no idea what money in the bank was. I was furious that a random dude gave a brief gave a ref a briefcase and won a title. When my friend told me that I could have I could find out more by watching Raw the next night, I was in. It was a ma- I was a massive wrestling fan ever since. So with that being said, as a recent fan, I'm thankful for streaming services like the WWE Network and New Japan World. Having the ability to go back and watch classic matches that I missed out on is awesome. One of my favorite things to do is get a little cheebed, find something good on the network, and enjoy a little R-E-S-S-L-I-N. Happy American Thanksgiving, your buddy from Canada, Justin. Are you already thinking of what to show your son when he gets older? 
I'm, I'm, I just, something in there. He loves WrestleMania outside. He's like, oh, I want to uh, watch, uh, I, I want to watch wrestling outside. And I know exactly. What he's talking best. about WrestleMania until the sun goes down. Dude, wait till he sees Bash at the Beach. Oh, he's going to lose his mind. You got to show him too some of those old nitros from uh, oh, Spring Break, the Club La Vela. They're, they're like backflipping, they backdrop into the pool. So awesome. I love that stuff. I love showing Sarah old stuff. That's what and, I was going to jump on that and yeah. say that among like beyond the streaming services and all the wrestling friends I have and stuff Marty is like an insanely smart wrestling encyclopedia mm-hmm. and I will just start asking him questions and then he'll know exactly what to clip to pull up or like this and that and like he'll oh, yeah. we'll go on these wormholes together it's so you fun. just forget sometimes and you're like oh if you like that what you gotta what, watch what this. wrestling what 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 is your what's your like the 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 great white whale of the wrestler at your wedding is the great white whale of the what wrestler. wrestler? The if we Steamboat? got married, who do we want at like, our wedding? Okada. Obviously. Okada. Yeah. That'd be fun. Uh, I would like uh, Colt there in a singlet that looks like a tuxedo. Well, you know what the best thing about your wedding day is? You People you, people have to do whatever you say. Do you want to yes. ref our wedding? You yeah, can ref sure, our please, wedding. We, I, legit, I do want to have uh, matches. Let's go. Yes. Multiple matches. We want to book it. We want to book it real we strong. We thought it'd be fun to have like. Um, we want to get it. Uh, we want to get it reviewed in the Observer. <laughs> at one uh, point in time. Yeah. At no one story. point in time, it I was backside PWG. I saw this yeah. couple get married at PWG. Yeah. It was better. I like have it live streamed. Seems like they're phoning it in. <laughs> yeah. Um. The Lo- Logan Square is not cheap. You guys. No, no, no. But I love. Well, I love but maybe showing for us. <laughs> I love showing Sarah old stuff too because when she sees do like, the afternoon of an AEW show, yeah, get that, get yeah, that yeah. double. Or just that you know, shot. hey, maybe we can do like a Midwest mixtape where all the promoters come together. <laughs> there and put you on go. Our we we order our favorite match from all the promotions. <laughs> yeah. Sarah loves or is like baffled with like old like world class or like where it's just all women screaming like the Beatles. She's like, there's no like women fighting screaming. Through. I yeah. love. I, uh, I love, love it. Speaking of entrances, when when. Kerry Von Erich is the Texas Tornado and he's just so used to that. Yeah. And he's forcing kisses. He's kissing women. <laughs> right, it's right, very, right. They're I not just pulling watched him one. in. No. He just thinks it's the thing to and do. There's... So he acts like they're doing it to him and it's like, whoa, dude. There was one. <laughs> Maybe I just, not. Maybe I, no. I was just like kind of like watching some squash matches and then there was a Kerry Von Erich one and he did that where he came out. It was like him and, no, it was him and Greg Valentine versus the Beverly Brothers. I just watched that because Monsoon Classic yeah. just posted it last And week. he's kissing and this one woman's kind of like, after he kisses her, she wasn't like, oh, Oh my god, she was kind of like, that's weird. That oh, guy just I, kissed me. That? I don't think I asked for that. But you want, I mean, like, those women in world class are like yeah. scratching. That's cool. Beverly's at them. got that sweet song, too. Oh. And they didn't try the Shaker Heights spike with either no, 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 or no, Valentine because no. they can get no. crap. Do you remember early on when we had first started dating? You put on that Von Eric documentary thinking oh that I was like god. tough. And oh then... yeah, that like thirty for thirty mini. Woo! Oh my god, I had to just like. She goes, and then what happens? They all just like live happily ever after, and I go. Oh, buddy. <laughs> I laid in his bed the first and cried goes, for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was like Kevin Van Eric was saying something, and Sarah just goes, oh, this is like such a nice story. Like, they're all they're all doing okay? Oh, and I'm like, are dead. oh, no, oh, this no. is not going to go okay. Yeah, no, I had a... That was like when I watched um, Selena, I didn't know the story, and I was sad for the movie, and then sad when I found out it was Selena. Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> all right, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Good night. <laughs> I, do, I think I know somebody... Uh, with their kid, with a movie, they just stop it at a certain point. I and can't they won't remember. show them the rest nah, of it? Nah, they're just like, we just leave it there. Home alone. That's all we do. <laughs> they just, just leave it there. Him. Forget him. Screw uh, it. I got another one here. Hi, Marty and Sarah. I, and Bryce. I have to, and, well, and Bryce is here. Uh, I have to first preface this by saying thank you for both being such great buddies. I listen to the show every week before bed and have been listening since the first time I heard Marty plug 
wrestling with depression oh, wow. on the art of wrestling. Oh, look at that. I'm thankful for the indie wrestling cinematic universe. I love being able to see people <laughs> like the Rascals on Impact and AAW and then turn on a show like Bloodsport this year and see Zachary Wentz killing it. Every time I, we think of Zachary Wentz, there was a, we were filming <laughs> promos upstairs at the Berwyn Eagles Club for AAW. There's and, like not that many places to film, oh, no, so you have to like yeah. find yeah. the hallways. Yeah. And what, what happened? They were like, they were like, all right, are we cool to film in this, uh, like hallway by like that weird man lady bathroom? Like they, it's like labeled <laughs> weirdly back there. And somebody went, well, Zach's pooping, but, and I was like, uh, and they're like, Zachy in there? And he goes, yeah, I'm good. And so we filmed a promo while Zach was pooping. <laughs> it was everyone's problem. Was, Zach's pooping. I felt like I suddenly had like five big brothers and it was just the most natural thing yeah. in the world. And I, they, you, they trust I liked you. It. You're in. Yeah. Uh, and they followed up by saying, I'm most thankful to you guys for introducing me to the indie world via your podcast, your buddy, Daniel. Daniel, it is our pleasure to introduce you to the indie world. And I do love that uh, indie cinematic universe. Yeah. Yes. It's like, yeah. Yes. So good. When you see the same people and then they show up different places and then like, yeah, like seeing Keith Lee at Survivor Series. That was like right. such a, I was like, it wasn't that long ago we were filming promos with them. Like what a sweet world. I love that people are all mentioning different people. Like, yeah. Like, yes. Like, it's not like, just everybody yeah, who's no, like, man, I like this like one person. Great. You love the rascals. Like what you like, man. Yeah. Like, support that as hard as you can. You know, pick pick your favorites. Did and... you see the little Nick Gage kid at Beyond? No. There was little a little kid, kid dressed, dressed like Nick Gage. And Nick Gage picked him up. Like, it was just the most... I don't know how Nick if Gage If Nick can... Gage told me to climb inside a volcano, I would be like, yeah, Nick, let's go. I got it. Let's Where, do it. How far away is the volcano? And then he would, like, put over the volcano <laughs> and yeah. you. Like, and it would He's be like a volcano. moment. Yeah. Uh, I think, I've, I've, I think I've, most volcanoes are pieces of shit, but I've, this volcano is all right. Story before, I'll tell you, I will tell you again because I love this story so much. Uh, on a podcast that I used to do with Mike Quackenbush, we talked about what a professional Nick Gage was and what a unlike paralleled connection he has with the crowd, which I truly believe he has. A, yeah. When, how long, how right. long has this been going on? This connection with Nick Gage uh, and the crowd. Two years. Maybe? It feels like, okay. Okay. He, he's been back on the scene for, was it like right when he came back? Not it was right away. It kind of grew. Like there was, there well, was people yeah. scared of him. Right. When he, right, right. When he right. came back and he kind of like, as GCW rose, he rose. Okay. I think. Okay. And okay. he is just like, when he comes to your town, like he's like, he's the man. Like, yeah. His, his entrances have been so fun to watch. That's a great entrance. Yes. Yes. People yes. love him. People get so excited. And his promos after, like, I think I tweeted And his this. tweets. I think I, I think I tweeted this once. It's like, he would give a great wedding toast. Yes. Like, like just, oh, yo! Yeah. Oh, no, you guys! Marty. <laughs> to where at first you're like, is this guy going to talk? No. Oh, no. And then at the end, you I know, love you guys so, so much. Great. You're like, yeah. Yeah, I love you too, Nick. We're crying. So we were talking about, you know, how great he is and what a, you know, un, he has unteachable babyface qualities and stuff on our podcast. And then I saw him a couple weeks ago. He goes, "Hey, heard you talking about me on my pod. Heard you heard you guys are talking about me on your on your podcast." And I was like, oh, "Yep." I just wanted to let you know I really appreciate it. He came and gave me a hug. <laughs> That's what the fuck's up. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Like that. I was like, "Yep, uh... yep." Anytime, Nick. And every time I see him, we have like the bro, you know, we have the bro hug, the bro like, thumpy hug. He 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 he. he Appreciates me, you know, yeah. respects that I'm in, yep. and I respect him, and that's that. And he's, he's a pro. one of those wrestlers he's that I like give wide berth to because I'm always like a little afraid. And then I just remember he was leaving WrestleMania weekend out of the New Jersey mm -hmm. like ballroom, the White Eagles, Eagles Hall. Hall, and he turns to me and my friend Maria, and he was like, Good afternoon, ladies. And it was just like, Oh my, like my heart, King's like that too. He'll do that weird, like chivalrous, like, yeah, where you're like. 
okay. It, he, it works he, better. He always, like, kisses my wife on the cheek and stuff. He's, like, that mm-hmm. old school guy. Yeah. Like, yep. yep. There are and, certain wrestlers that'll kiss you on the cheek, and you're like, you know what? This is on the level. No, right, right. Yeah. This is how they were brought up. And if you're in Chicago, and if you're hearing this before uh, the weekend is over. You will. Nick Gage will be at AAW. Oh, my It gosh. is going to be they, they a wild Saturday. They, yeah. They, they, they announced his name, and the crowd went crazy. That's awesome. so, He's not, like, every month. He, it's no, like a special. no, this, no, this is, is a very special. Yeah, I've seen him in AAW. That's like the territories, man. It's, like, yeah. It really is. These guys are coming to town. It's super get cool. Pumped. Like watching like beyond and seeing people mm-hmm. and just like an AAW. It was just like so That's wild. Oh, and uh, Kurt Hawkins mentioned Chris Statlander at At North and yeah. she got this huge pop. Yeah. From, great. And I just yeah. loved it. She's great. I she's love so, her. She's so, so, so great. Personally and professionally. She's She's, great. Great. she's one great. of the funniest wrestlers I know. She's great. Yeah. She's such a weirdo. I love she, it. Uh, you there's can see a her on uh, the new episode of the Cheerful Wrestling Show, Ooh. episode two. Episode two. Are you doing chapters or episodes? Episodes. Okay. Episode two, Chris Atlanta. And we recently did an AAW promo, which ends with her sticking her pinky fully up my nose. Love it. Can't yeah. beat that. Love it. All Commit right. to the bit. We Commit got to the bit. To... Commit to the bit until you shit. Just <laughs> two more. Sarah will be selling that shirt. Uh, just two more here. Uh, oh, this is a fun one because this was one of my absolute favorite tweets uh, of the weekend. Uh, I'm thankful that I get to see wrestling through the eyes of my son, Noli. Uh, <gasps> yes. As he grows and learns, it's really easy to get jaded as an adult wrestling fan who has access to all the world's information through my phone. But watching him fall in love with wrestling and have that glow in his eyes when he gets excited about it is so you cool. You would love Noli. Here, here, I, 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 I met Noli once in passing at Chikara oh, at Logan so Square. Oh, so you get it. I know, Tom. So his tweet this weekend, uh, and I'll read the rest of this in a second, but uh, Tom tweeted this out where they were at NXT and uh, the War Games main event, and Noli was enjoying it so much he was blowing kisses to the oh, match. Man. And he was just <laughs> like... Race throwing roses. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he just went, oh, I love, I love this. I love Buongiorno. what's happening. I love what's like, happening. I, my son will say, we're going to wrestle on the bed. I'm Finn Balor. You're Ricochet. You have to take your shirt off. And I'm just like, oh, I don't want to take my shirt off. But like in his mind, in his eyes, you have to if we're going to do this, sure. we're going to do this in this way. And you're yep. going to take your shirt off. Yes, sir. I'll take my shirt. And, yeah. then, and then we wrestle till the bath is full, and like that—that's the—that's the deal. Like in his, like this is this is how he sees it. It has to be correct. Right, right, right. Doesn't like, need a referee, which is weird. That's true. Yeah. And I lose a lot, which you think would <laughs> is, is confusing because I should understand the rules better than anyone. But I lose a lot. My nephews, uh, when I was on the trampoline with them, were like, "We're gonna do wrestling. You commentate." I'm Marty and you're Colt. And I got to commentate my nephews wrestling as Marty and Colt. And it was very special. We're going to probably have to recreate that at Thanksgiving. I think we will. All right, let me finish this one here. Continue. Tom, go on. I get so much joy out of taking him to live events, whether it's a big WWE show or an indie card in a tiny gym. It's like giving him an extra Christmas morning. His eyes light up whenever he sees the ring. That was my favorite thing as a kid, getting to the Hammond Civic Center. And then you go around the corner and you just see – like the big entrance and like a corner of the ring, and you're just like, oh fuck, there it is. Still here he comes. Uh, he beams whenever he cheers for his favorites, and they are able to overcome the bad guys. You can tell that he feels personally responsible for the victory because he cheer <laughs> because his cheers help power on his heroes to He's win. An angel. But as cool as the extravagant WWE super cards are. The best live experiences are taking him to meet wrestlers at independent shows. Uh, it's important to me that he knows that he can achieve his dreams if he puts his mind to it. And taking him to shows to meet wrestlers gives him the living proof that dreamers can do great things. They're not just cartoon characters on a screen. They're real people who grew up loving wrestling and were able to become heroes. 
Someday when he's an adult doing great things, I hope these moments taught him that big goals are attainable. I'm also thankful for the bonds that Noli has gotten to make. Uh, Noli's a, a mover and shaker in wrestling. It's mm-hmm. not uncommon for him uh, uh, for me to take him to an indie show and wrestlers line up to see Noli. He's like a mob boss. I remember one <laughs> Black Label show months ago where uh, Daniel Maccabe saw Noli from across the room and screamed, holy shit, it's Noli, and stopped selling <laughs> merch to meet him. When I was a six-year-old wrestling fan, I couldn't imagine meeting one of the wrestlers. That blows my mind, too. I couldn't even imagine, like, when some of these kids that we know get access to these wrestlers, it's Ugh. just bananas. Um, MJF's he knows... been shooting special promos for our little buddy Dina, who's like uh, terrified well, of they're him. They're mean. They're mean, they're but and nice. she's mean back to him. That's yeah, that's but it's like deal. one of those things where her mom's like, "I know he's a heel," but she's like, "This, I don't think this is like so special." We were sitting in Katie, and he started cursing at my son, and my wife's like, "What's this guy doing?" <laughs> What about then, Mr. But then she realized, Turtle, like, yeah. like, oh, he's, he's, this is it. He's doing yeah. it. He's like, yeah. doing it, it for him. Right, right, right. Yep. This is a, this is a one-on-one. Like, <laughs> so, uh, let's see. He became the biggest Orange Cassidy fan after meeting him at Black Label. Now, whenever he sees Orange on AEW Dynamite, he'll yell at the TV. That's my friend. Oh, oh that's my oh. friend. <laughs> Lastly, I'm thankful for all the kind wrestling fans and wrestlers who have done such nice things for Noli. Through sharing anecdotes online, so many people have become connected to see how wonderful Noli is. Plenty of people have offered favors to help make experiences for him happen just because they want to see him happy. That makes my heart swell with love. I'm very lucky to know the people in the wrestling community that do uh, that I do who are so giving and have helped Noli give Noli memories he will never forget. Tom. Oh, Tom. Tom. Beautiful. That That's was beautiful. so nice. I love it. I love it. Could you um, imagine being a kid and like your dad knew like Arn no Anderson, way. and they're like, "Come on, no Arn, this is Bryce. You're his favorite." Like, Holy shit, it's Bryce! I couldn't <laughs> even imagine. Never. Holy shit, it's Bryce! I could not Never. even imagine. So the first indie show I ever went to, I remember getting to touch the bottom rope because there was like no guardrail. So I was like, nobody's looking at her. Just walk over. Just get a little just touch. touch I was like, I touched the. I touched the. <laughs> so like, whenever I would. You know, especially when my son was a baby and I felt like a jerk for leaving to go to an indie wrestling show to make $50. Like, what am I doing? Like, you were I... working towards something. You didn't well, know I was. That. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. It. I didn't know. it. But like, what am I doing here? And I would think about that. Like, like, yes, what's wrong with you? Like you were you got this charge because you got to touch the bottom rope. And then one time you went to a autograph signing and the smoking guns let you hold one of the WWF tag team belts. And you told that story for years to all your friends. Like this, this is what you get to go do. Yeah. Someone wants you to be there to go be a part of this ridiculous thing. Like, Whoa. I get a charge out of perspective thing. Yeah. Or like knowing that you're helping to make the show where other people are feeling those charges, like that you, you get to be, part of that thing yeah. and then people come see that right. and that you helped it right and we, we say this at Chikara a lot like you don't know what where what kind of day everyone's had mm-hmm. what kind of week everyone's had what they've been through what they're going through with their family their girlfriend their boyfriend whatever 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 like they came they came here because they want to be here you in the locker room came here because you wanted to be here and we're all here for a reason and odds are all of these people will never be in this room perfectly in this permutation ever yeah. again so let's make the most of this afternoon or this evening that we're here to do and let's do our jobs as hard as we can the best we can and and it's focusing on all the good stuff yep Yeah, because what is the this is a microcosm of social media, but like, what is the point of focusing on the bad stuff? Like, what does it really do other than just like bring you down for no tangible reason? Like if you didn't read that tweet, you didn't know it was there. Your life would never be. I've started doing a thing where I try to stop 
after I read something that makes me feel good. And I try to curate everything sure. to be like pretty much good feeling things. Have you seen the Mr. Rogers movie? That Not yet, but my dad family group texted us saying that we all got to see it. You got We're going to love we it. We saw the documentary. The documentary was. It, it's, 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 wow. It's beautiful. The documentary is a little better. Whatever, go see it. Go yeah, see it. we're beautiful. gonna love it. It made me. It made me download the autobiography. Not the, the not the biography. Not the autobiography. Like I'm all in on Mr. Rogers this week because I yeah. saw the movie. And I'm just like, man, like and the way that kind, made me feel. Yes, I want to figure out ways to feel that way more often. Mm-hmm. So I and help other people feel yep, that way. Yep, and yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, before you read that last, yeah. you have one more, right? Yeah. I want to do our plug for our bud, Val, who I talked about earlier. She yes. had the Mox outfit. and uh, she's... Where is she? Where, does she? where in the world is, is Val? Where is she? She's, uh, I want to say somewhere like Austin that's fun but far away. Okay. I think it's Austin. And a, if maybe she wrong... go to Austin. That seems like a match made in heaven. Yes. Get, Austin get, would be so fun. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be there next year for Cody and Paloma's wedding. That's right. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. What, is that their shoot names? I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, close enough. <laughs> Weddings and wrestling is such a fun oh, cl- clashing I love of worlds. When people are in love. <laughs> oh, oh man. Uh, so this is Val's love project, okay. the Tarot Supercard deck. It is a full tarot card deck of 78 cards represented by pro wrestlers from various promotions. I did the Two of Cups Sami Zayn. So Ooh. it's a collaborative project made up of contributions from 35 artists passionate about wrestling and the LGBT community. 10% of each sale benefits the Kaleidoscope LGBT Youth Center. Pre-sales are $5 off. That's uh, our Black Friday sale through Monday, December 2nd. You can order at tarosupercard.bigcartel.com and we'll tweet this out. And she added that she's thankful for NXT's women's division and Hiromo's return this Thanksgiving. Smiley face. That's great. There you go. How much, how much, how much did you hear people talking about, um, the LGBT community in pro wrestling oh my more gosh. than three years ago. When I came in, it wasn't. Never, no. And then it's just, I remember it was a big deal that I was the only woman on the MLW radio podcasting network. What? Yeah. Yeah. There had been one and then she was gone and there was like a desert and then it was me. And I feel like since we've started, so many more podcasts right. have come out with all sorts of different people talking about like, wrestling. It's we're not safe there, to but talk we've come about. so far. Like we've yeah. really come a long way in five years. For Marty real. says wrestling's always five years behind. Well, Colt always says that. Colt says whether that. it's like social media, you know, everything. It is. It's like everything's fine. Like WWE is just starting to do podcasts now. It's like okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. and and but I, I I think it's true, and it is where it's it's you know with inclusivity and and seeing different people. You know what I mean? It's just like it being it being a safe space and a welcoming area, a place to go. Because yeah. Indie wrestling, especially in Philly when I started, could be an awful. You oh know, man, there were a lot of throwing batteries and... at Santa yes. in Philly. That was before my time, but yeah, but yes. that's I always like think about that, and I'm like, that just blows my. That's yeah, but I mean, like, all you got to do, and there's there's you know Twitter accounts that post like old signs from the Attitude Era, <laughs> oh, and God. you're just like, holy shit, and this, I mean, stuff that. How did all these people uh, kill Kenny? Uh, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> and, and how is this possible? I mean, just the whole culture, though. Like you listen oh, yeah. to old like. Old Stern or Opie and Anthony, and you're Ugh. like, whoa, that was that and, Bloodhound Gang documentary yeah. you tried to watch. Holy shit, we watched this Bloodhound Gang documentary. <laughs> Someone sent to us. It was like we say it was like evidence for a murder trial. <laughs> yeah, it this was is our fucking lifetime. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Our lifetime. Not like oh, in the fifties they did this. No, no, no like ten. These years wrestling ago. fans are still around. So wild, uh, but I think I think it's changed. It's cool being at like 
AAW, if, if the crowd will, like, you know, if anybody does something dumb, right. the crowd police is just themselves. like, mm-hmm. polices it, shoots it down I right away. I heard a away. lot of really nice stories about that at Survivor Series of, like, someone would yell something out that was kind of questionable and a bunch of people would be like, nah, yeah. but, like, in a fun Good. way. Back in the day, it was just like, that's just, yeah, you just dealt with that. Right. And now it is kind of cool to see that or whatever. And, uh, yeah, and I think it'll even change and there's, I mean, like, yeah, there's people now where it's just like, oh, yeah, this is just the way it is. So Jake Atlas people... just wrestles on shows. Like, it's not a big Dude, thing. It's yeah, not a big deal. He's a wrestler. He's, he's a just a wrestler, wrestler. And he's awesome. Yep. And so many people have come up to me and told me how much more welcoming shows have felt. Great. Uh, especially in Chicago, but like a lot of places where women were like, yeah, I was kind of afraid to go to shows, but I found my clan or I found my crew. Yep. And our buddy Andrew does such a good job finding new fans and making them feel yeah. welcome. That's, that's, that's cool. that, that, that I love that one. That's like a social event. Like, yes. oh, these are my friends that I go to watch wrestling with. Yeah. I met them at wrestling. Now we go every month. Like, that's great. That's oh, beautiful. I just love that's it. like the highest compliment for wrestling to me. Like, or somebody goes alone and gets absorbed into a friend group at yep. wrestling. I yep. just, it's the nicest. Yeah, we'll, huh. we'll get uh, messages from listeners who went to shows by themselves and like a group because somebody just went to the aew show fuck i don't know where it was their buddy couldn't go or something happened and their buddy was like i, I can't go i can't go their job and then they yeah. went by themselves but like the, the whole group with them was just like you're cool you're kind of with us yeah come on in and they were like i didn't trade info but like for that night we were all friends Great. yeah and me and uh maria met that guy at madison square garden last year we never saw him again. But we had the nicest night with this one. And he goes, oh, I was hoping I'd sit next to some nice people. And we were like, we were hoping we'd sit next to yeah. some nice people. It was perfect. All right, Get that well. in for the wedding. You have to tra- track him yeah, down. Yeah, right. Track him down. <laughs> one more here. I am thankful for Wednesday nights. I love AEW. I was fortunate enough to have attended Double or Nothing and All Out. Bryce, so were you. Uh, we went to both of those, too. Uh, and I had a great time at both shows. It doesn't really bother me to see the Elite not winning all the time. Uh, they're clearly making an angle out of it and poking fun at the jerks who would be complaining if the elite won all the time. I'm going to come full circle. Oh, it's going to come full circle and pay off. They've made Darby Allen a star. Orange Cassidy's getting over huge. Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Marco Stunt are on their way to being uh, over as well. Excalibur is the best commentator in pro wrestling. He and Mauro, uh, so who good. he and Mauro, who I'll get to. I love this company, and I wish they'd put out DVD and Blu-rays already. Bryce, get on it. Uh, some of us, some of us love physical media and our collections. NXT is the gold standard of the WWE, and it's not even close. They're a wealth of talent and utilize its best out, or, and utilize it the best out of the brands. I'm so excited. I'm finally seeing Keith Lee as a monster, as the monstrous stud he is. I'm glad Ciampa's back. Uh, Undisputed Era are the lovable jerk stallions that run the shop. Adam Cole is a huge star. I can't believe I've not seen. Uh, wait, I can't believe I've seen not uh, not just one, but multiple destroyers on a WWE show. That's pretty wild. Seeing a Canadian yeah. destroyer on a WWE show. That's like if you do the things of like the weirdest things of this year, it's like that one right there. Yeah. Uh, Riddle rules, and I absolutely adored him calling out oh, oh, old turd instead of Goldberg. <laughs> um, like old turd. Um, uh, I was just thankful. I'm so happy to see uh, Finn thriving again. You know who else? Johnny Gargano is the best face in pro wrestling. I'll def- I defend him a lot, and I'll keep doing so. Women-wise, I continue to love Candice. I just wish they'd give her a title run. Uh, Io Shirai is an amazing villainess. Ever since Rhea Ripley came to NXT, she's a killer. That submission she does is crazy good. I think she'll be the next champ. I love Tegan and Mia, uh, too. And how about that Dakota Kai heel turn? Wow, so brutal. And I'm not sure 
how she's going to be as a heel, but I'm looking forward to it. And Morrow is the voice of NXT and the best WWE has on commentary. I love how he speaks freely about his mental health issues, and he seems like a real hero amongst men. Indie-wise, I'm all about David Starr and Chris Statlander. I dig Starr as a wrestler and as a person. I haven't connected with a wrestler like I have with him in a long time. I wish AEW had him beat Sammy. I'll see what I can do. Uh, he was ready, uh, and Chris is just weird in the best ways. Her matches lately have been all killers. Her and Sammy Callahan at AEW was, like, the fucking best. Really um, amazing. She should be big soon. I love Jordan Grace. And, of course, Joey Ryan, just to name a couple more. Jordan is fun on Twitter, too. I'm sad Kylie left AEW, but I'm happy she's back in wrestling. I don't have a lot of nice things in my life, and these past few years have been very soul-crushing, uh, crushingly hard on every aspect of life. But wrestling is always there for me, and is your gen- and as is your genuinely ex- excellent podcast. I really do love you guys, even if I don't always want to bug you at AEW shows. Bug us. Yeah, uh, thank you it. for being there, your buddy David. David, thank you so much hey, for writing. David. That was uh, that was so nice. Yeah. So nice. It's great. Yeah. I mean, we've heard so many different names. Like you said, that was a good point where it wasn't just like everybody just likes one person. It's like across the board. Something for everyone. Something for everyone. Um, Bryce, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Thanks thank you so much what for coming over. What a Thanksgiving treat. PJ, thanks for coming what a, what over. Lo- I'm what thankful. What a lovely, enjoyable, like, yeah. pleasant, smiley discussion about pro wrestling. I'm thankful that you did our podcast. Me too. I'm, I'm thankful I was invited to All right, to in the podcast. last couple minutes, let's get some dirt. Uh, <laughs> dish out. Who do you hate? Who fucking sucks? Uh, no. Chuck Taylor's tardy often. <laughs> So is it a problem? Yeah, yeah, that's, I was uh, talking the other day about like my favorite little like bits of scoops and information are like the completely mundane. Like um, one of my buddies did extra work and they were like, yeah, I saw Dolph Ziggler eat seven bananas in a row. And I'm like, that's what I want to yes, know about. Yes. That's the stuff. Like somebody's got a weird backpack. I want to know about it. <laughs> like somebody cheating on their wife. I don't want to yeah, know about so it. Good. I saw <laughs> rapid delivery Rory Fox oh. drink seven White Claws in a row this weekend. Wow. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he was on Rider's podcast. Uh, it was because did you ever they, see they the match? Holding about the butt. The Dude, he yeah, just his tights tight. just to go home. destroyed, and uh, they yeah they, he he made his big comeback. And they were that's the as that's the first time they had in person. Uh, well, oh, since? Yeah, since that yeah, yeah yeah, which was very wild. Yeah, there's a lot of moments. Good for those guys yeah. too, man. Like st- even like on a grand stage, like they found something like their jobs at that. St- that at that stage of the game of like how long they've been doing it is what ten years or so. Sure. Uh, I don't know Zach Ryder, but I've met Kurt Hawkins. Complains he's an awesome, the best. awesome, awesome dude. So nice. Uh, he's so nice and like giving and like he truly cares and loves wrestling and it's that's contagious. Uh, but like they found a way to re-engage themselves into this like into the most basic small thing that they love when they were kids mm-hmm. that they still love when they're adults and they don't care how nerdy it is but like they found their people they yeah. found and the their room clan. was like so infectious of like raven went through all of his dude raven figures. they had raven uh he was the surprise guest and they brought out all his figures and he had like opinions like serious opinions on every figure and it was so cool because everyone like in that crowd is like Yes, they sold out in two minutes for what? that at North show. That's great. Lying around the corner. Good it was so them. cool. But Raven yeah. comes out and he's just like, oh, now this one. Why? That's my body isn't like that. I'm not. I wasn't that fat back then. I was in the best shape of my life. Like, <laughs> I can't believe I used that body. And now this one I loved. I thought that was exactly how I looked at the time and everything. And it was so cool. And you would imagine some older wrestlers would be like, I don't fuck, you think I look at my fucking toys? What right, the fuck right. do you think I'm talking about? Yeah, like, no, he had could? like really good he opinions. He loved of it. To- one time in a... 
Johnstown, Pennsylvania. <laughs> and like 2004, I was at a table adjacent to Raven. It was like a fairly nice restaurant. And this waitress brought him out a steak. And he was, he just said, he just looked at her and she goes, you know, I can't eat this right. And I was like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's just, that's how he talks to waitresses. <laughs> and I was very new to wrestling. I was like, are all the guys like this? Yeah, Orange Cassidy. They're not. Always. They're not. They're no, not. they're not. They're, yeah. You know, I can't eat this. <laughs> you can't, come on. You know, I can't eat this right. <laughs> Wild. Yeah, it's like the best time to be into wrestling. So. It's great. It's so accessible. Like when you, uh, whenever I see those like graphs on Twitter, it's like Monday night means this, and Tuesday night means this, and Wednesday night means this, and Thursday night means great, great. I used to have to wait for Saturday morning at yeah. 10 a.m. to come around so I could watch yeah. Superstars again, and it was all squash matches. Yeah, it was That's garbage, what you were and we about. liked it. But we did like it, and we and we wait, we asked for more. May I please and have we another? Liked it. But like now, these you see, it's like yeah. May I please call the hotline. Right. Here, please give us. Three ninety nine a minute. Like all this great wrestling is in your pocket all the time, always. Like I was sitting on an airplane today and I got bored and I got out my phone and watched wrestling. Yeah. Whenever I want, Crazy. wherever I want. We didn't like, even we're have so video lucky. phones. Right, right. Like it's all accelerated. We'd have carried on thirty five cents so we could so we could call <laughs> home. I could not believe the first time, like, because one of my buddies like, we have the internet over here, and I was like uh, can we look up wrestling stuff? And yeah. I saw like wrestling message boards and I was just like Sunny in a bikini game Whoa. changer. I, I remember hearing that I think like the one man gang was gonna win the US title <gasps> and I was like, well, that's not possible. Why would that? and then like Cut the two. next week I'm like oh, the one man gang won the US title. The internet is the greatest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Your thing is so smart. <laughs> it was amazing. Tell us more. Absolutely amazing. Uh, Bryce, we could not be happier for you and all your success. Happy to be yeah. here. Happy it's to be here. So cool. Thank you for uh, joining us. Uh, we love hearing stories about uh, you and your son. You're saying you guys are best friends. Best friends. We're best friends. Come on, people man. really brought that up to me a lot. Oh, who have watched really? the cheerful oh. wrestling they show? They love yeah. it. It's true. It's my best friend. You guys hug each other. The camera pans back. It gets the whole. <laughs> it gets the whole bathroom in the in the scene. Aww. It's fantastic. Uh, Bryce, how can people uh, uh, keep up with you and all your uh, all I, your exploits? Uh, I sometimes tweet at Dub Bryce is right. Sometimes I forget to, and I feel like I should tweet something, and then I feel pressure and then i just don't because i know i got nothing good uh but it's at dub rice is right i wanted to have the Bryce is right someone had the Bryce is right i bothered her for many years because i decided that i needed it and then eventually she was like fine just take it i was like you know what i, I don't like want it. yeah i made t-shirts already too bad it's my, it's me now this is who i am go and she away was like okay librarian in iowa yeah like sorry <laughs> Uh, so yes, that's that's Twitter. I Instagram sometimes at the Bryce is often right, and uh, yeah, I love hearing positive stories about positive wrestling and watching wrestling and hanging out. And thanks for having me. This is great. There you go. Perfect. All right, and everybody, uh, if you are in the United States, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, anywhere else, if not, screw you. Yeah, anywhere else. <laughs> the Bryce go, pound, go pound sand, suckers. <laughs> Anywhere else, just uh, have a good old day. Hey, uh, be grateful anyway. It's watch fun, Watch wrestling. Enjoy it. Love it. There's so much out there. Uh, yeah, if you can't find what you like now, it's just like, I don't, know. I don't know what to tell so, you. It yeah. literally is. Yeah, it's like going into like Netflix and being like, oh, can't find anything. It's like, if you can't find something Sorry, on there, man. I don't go know what to, to tell you. Go to sleep. I don't know <laughs> what to, to tell you. Yeah, maybe it's not. Maybe just. Maybe your dreams will have what you're looking for. <laughs> there you go. And I'm sure Eddie said that in his. Uh... <laughs> it's a cold world. Yeah. Bundle up. <laughs> 
Oh, that's so good. I'll talk really softly and then I'll talk really loudly. Go out your levels, Marty. There you go. They're shot. I don't even know how this is going to sound. Who knows? But anyway, uh, I want to thank you again, Bryce. Thanks to all the buddies out there who wrote in. If we didn't get your thing, I'm so sorry. Uh, I know some people tweeted it. Uh, we read them all and we so liked much. them all and we think you're the best buddies on the planet. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, with our, our regularly scheduled program. I hope you enjoyed this one. It's always fun to have a guest on to... Uh, to add a little extra silliness and, and Bryce, I think you, uh, I think you did a good job. Um, if I was your uh, comedy studies professor, mm. uh, I would give your appearance on this episode an A plus. I'll so. let, I'll let Rob Stent Sternberg know. Okay. <laughs> you heard it here first. Rob Sternberg. Sternberg. All right. Thanks everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. This is the MLW Radio Network.